everyone, Anthony here, Tornado Tag Podcast. Um, we have a really, really cool show lined up for you today. we got a, a call-in guest that we're super, super excited to talk to. Um, but before we get into any of that, uh, check out all the links below for everything that we're talking about. Um, our, guests, our guest links are always in our description, so I can't really say that's going to be anything new because we always plug it, um, as well as our merch page and uh, all of our audio-only links are down there. Um, that's really important because... There are content. There is content. So if you're someone who's watching this on YouTube or vice versa, if you're someone who's listening to this only on audio, um, there is exclusive content on each channel. So sometimes for certain shows, we'll do an interview that it's only audio only because we don't read or the camera. So there may be vice versa stuff going on at each platform. So if you're someone who only listens on YouTube, go check us out on Spotify, Google, um, Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts. It's all there. Just found. type in IWEP Network and you can check all that out. Um, I know we do the PPW Car Ride Home episode. That's exclusive to audio only. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit of exclusive uh, tidbits on each side of the coin here on uh, the video we do the unboxings so if you like those cool unboxing videos we do two wrestling ones and then we also do two two pop culture reference ones we do like a horror movie one and we'll then we do it. the um the pro wrestling the video, uh, games video games monthly yeah so go check all that cool stuff out um on the phone today uh is is the creator an owner of Pro Ooh. Wrestling Scorecards. Vince McMahon, Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Yeah. Um, so he's not firing everybody yeah. today. <laughs> um, so this is a this is a service that I, I kind of stumbled across. I think I just found like a, a sponsored ad on Facebook, or I forget mm-hmm. like how I came across it. Um, but I I found it. I was like, man, this is a blast. And then we start doing them a little bit just in personal. And then I was like, this would be fun to bring it to the podcast level. Mm-hmm. And then we help out with the Patreon to it. So I, I, I do throw a couple bucks that way. And then we now we're part of the digital. So if you do want to participate with us for Pro Wrestling Scorecards, you can hit us up. I do have some codes left over. And you can join us uh, and the TTP team on the Pro Wrestling Scorecards. So what's, go- what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Awesome. So um, if you want to give yourself a quick introduction, and then we'll get into the history of how you came about this. Yeah, sure. I'm Daniel, as you've already mentioned, the creator and owner of Forest and Scorecards. Uh, is this a solo thing, or you, you have a team around you? Uh, I have a few people that help me out. Uh, my wife helps me out, and then uh, a couple other uh, people that you know kind of advise and do some proofreading and stuff for me. But uh and then uh, I have one gentleman that works out of the UK that's helping in the development of the digital system. Wow. Oh, it, the digital is so much fun. Um, I, is that, is that going to be something that you're going to roll, roll out to everybody, or is that just going to be like an exclusive thing for a while? Uh, we're going to hold it in its beta at least through Mania. Um, we're hoping that we can do a full rollout for the event following Mania. Oh, perfect! Oh, that's cool. Excellent. That's yes. not far away. Three, four more months. No, yeah. I, I'm telling you right now. Like the the digital is a game changer. It's so fun to kind of 
play along and just say, oh, I'm behind. Oh, I went ahead after this match. Yeah, it's, it's it really is that real time scoring is a lot of fun. It's, it's like it's like um, the fun if you were like I guess gambling without the risk of losing <laughs> anything. Because um, like I, I know when my my buddies are watching like UFC fights, they're like checking their phone, like their 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 uh, dual fan duels and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm ahead again. Oh, that fight, that, like it's the same thing except there's no risk or reward. It's just kind of like bragging rights amongst friends. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm on the leaderboard. Like I'm here. I'm there. <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's 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 such a cool thing. Um, how did you come about this idea and doing it? Uh, you know, I have a group of friends that we always watch wrestling pay-per-views together and you know we always were trying to predict matches just you know on the fly um and one day i came across you know somebody posted a you know a very rudimentary scorecard on reddit we found it we played with it we enjoyed it but it wasn't something that we saw like popping up in feeds consistently so we decided to just start making our own and we were just doing it just to play amongst ourselves it had nothing to do with like you know trying to put it out there mm-hmm. uh but we started posting it Download counts were crazy, so uh, you know, on the advice of, of some you know other people that I know, I decided to you know establish an actual name in Pro Wrestling Scorecard, just putting some more effort into building them because the original ones were just basically word documents, you know. So I, I, <laughs> they, honestly, were, they were not. Now that I'm thinking back to it, I might have gotten a Pro Wrestling Scorecard from my buddy Tyler Budwash, and I think it was the Mania. We were all at his house and we were watching it. Um, and he, it was the one where the Hardy Boys came, made their return. Okay. Did you have cards out then? Yeah, that was actually the event that I, the download count, we, we had over 50,000 players for that. Wow. And that's what made me want to keep going. Yeah, so I, I honestly <laughs> yeah. think. It's not like you have 20, you have, oh, 50, I honestly, so wow. now I'm, I'm, I am remembering. So this is how it came about. Tyler brought these cards to our buddy's house. And I was like, this is so much fun. And we, mm-hmm. and at the time, I wasn't following wrestling religiously. So it was something like, I, I didn't do very well because I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know the storylines, um, and then we started the podcast. I was like, man, that would be cool if we could find one of those scorecards again. So I just typed in wrestling scorecards because that brought me back to that thing, and I was like, oh, this is it, because your your structure to your cards is very, it looks good. Like the, even when you print them out, they look yeah, really good, and they they're do. they're eye catching and they're very easy to fill out. So I do, I remember seeing. I was like, this is it, and then from there we just we just kind of been doing it ever ever since on the show. <laughs> You still there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I thought we lost you. <laughs> um, uh, so, when you started this process and you're going through it, what are what are some challenges that uh, you have to overcome with these? Um, you know, the, I mean, there's several things. I mean, one is, you know, late now uh, match announcements or changes to the card make it difficult, especially with the pen and paper version of it. Like, mm-hmm. after it's already released, and you know, we have. X number of downloads, and then we have to put out a change that requires people to pull it back down. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. a struggle for us. So, you know, one of the reasons we push back to the the Saturday posting for WWE now with you know SmackDown being on Fridays, um, you know, and then we get to weeks that have overlapping events and whatnot. Like those, those are challenging for us. Um, and then, of course, as I'm sure you, if you follow our Twitter accounts, the the endless stream of, of people questioning our results <laughs> is a uh, <laughs> I know I did one time. I I, I kind of I I was just being funny, but I remember it was a ladder match, and I remember I said Kofi's finger touched the belt. <laughs> he just grazed it. He literally just grazed it, like just enough to make it swing a hair. And then I went back uh-huh. and looked at the card. I was like, 
I, I think Kofi touched that, and then you're like, yeah. I, someone put like after further review, Kofi did touch the belt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> after further review. <laughs> um, but it honestly, yeah, like the Twitter's I, even entertaining because people take it to the heart. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Appreciating <laughs> <laughs> when I get the feedback that is actually correct. It's the the endless arguing over stupid things that is the problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I know when we first did it, we didn't do the table part right, where you're supposed to circle a table you think is saved, and you leave the... Yeah, we thought it was... We, we marked the one we thought would break. Yeah, we did it wrong the first time, and then we were only giving each else the points if it broke, and not, and then we're like, oh, oh we did that I, wrong. I think I'm still doing it wrong on digital, then, yeah. in this case. Yeah. I've been still putting what I thought was the table was supposed to break. Yeah, no. I think that's how I did yeah. it. Yeah. I think well, digital well, clarifies well, digital, 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 you pick the table that's destroyed. So, okay. But when you did the paper, it was a little differently. Okay. Um, and then the... Uh, Unscheduled appearances now with the on the digital with the if, if you, database of every wrestler ever. Yeah, which is hilarious because it's like uh, the one that I always see when I click is Adam Bomb because it's like in the A's. I was like, man, if Adam Bomb shows up tonight, yeah. now I'm kind of bummed that Adam Bomb wasn't in the Rumble. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine that. Is he still um, alive? I, yeah, I yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian, Brian Adams died. Brian Clark. Yeah, still Brian Adams is, in, is no longer not the Canadian singer, uh, the wrestler. Um, Crush. <laughs> yeah, Crush is no longer with us. Um, but which is funny because I'd be crushed if Brian Amps, the singer, died. <laughs> Not um, really. But, no, but now the cool thing is the scheduled appearances, if they're on the card as scheduled already, it'll mm-hmm. re- it makes it red. Like, yeah, oh, you, you can't, can't pick yeah. him, which is cool. Like Rusev with Lana. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. That, that, I did phenomenally well with the Royal Rumble. With the I, I got nine out of ten. Just girls because there's no girls yeah. scheduled. Yeah. I did great, too. I did eight out of ten. The only reason I – because I kept I – kept, uh, Ia Shirai, even though I knew she was hurt. I had like Walter, and that, that was the only one I missed. I but missed yeah, Walter, too. Uh, I, it was basically girls and the Street Profits. Were, yeah. were my own <laughs> the Street Profits are always a lock-in. Because <laughs> you're like, they're going to do a backstage segment. Um, yeah, there's been a cu- couple cards this year that they don't really... They haven't, like, Hell in a Cell, they didn't announce to, like, the day before. Yeah. Like, yeah. They didn't even post it on SmackDown. Like, the the shows leading up to it did nothing to help even get an idea. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys do some cool things with your cards as well, where you pick, like, will there be interference in this match? Will How many weapons will be used? How do you go about determining... Is it just kind of you're guessing, like, I, we hope there's weapons used here? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's... A challenge to that piece of the card creation because I'm always sitting there thinking, okay, what are the possibilities that could happen, but are not definitive things, right? Because we don't want the question to be like completely obvious, right? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, we base a lot of it off of leading things in the storylines and and stuff like that. And sometimes, you know, in the case of matches that have no build, it's just a, you know, we just. <laughs> throw a dart at a board and you know go with whatever I'll tell you what though, we want. But. Will this match go past five minutes? I like that one. <laughs> yeah, um, some of your stuff you put in there is pretty on. Like someone like when you when you throw the weapons in there, no, nine times out of ten, there's more than six weapons used, yeah. so it makes it int- like you guys do a fantastic job on these cards. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, I like well, the the not, match going past five minutes is fun. I like that one. Or um, what was the other one that I always catch? Like how many how many false finishes? Yeah, like when you do, like a Gargano near match, falls, yeah. you're, you're like how many yeah. near falls? You're like one thousand <laughs> finishers used. Yeah. How many finishers? Like that should be a new thing for Gargano matches. How many finishers yeah. will it take to finish Gargano? <laughs> if none, like you know what I mean? Like unless he wins the match, but like how many finishers will he false finish out of? <laughs> well, the one I noticed for the time recently was the NWA Hard Times pay-per-view 
it was a Scott Steiner match. It was like I think it was ten minutes. Like there's no way Scott Steiner's wrestling yeah. for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, will this last match be that, longer? That than was three? the first NWA on there, right? Uh, second. A second was it? Oh, second. I think it was the second one, right? Because Say that again? Uh, this is your. That was the second NWA because Into the Fire was on there. Uh, I didn't do Into the Fire actually. Hard also, this was the first one we've done. Okay, yeah, you're right. Say, yeah, I, okay. I, I thought it was a second, but yeah, this NWA is a cool promotion, man. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad you guys added that. Yeah, yeah. And I know they do I'll a lot. I'll probably with... be doing. Oh, nice. The and the, you did very well on the on the uh, making it flow really well with the tournament. Yeah, because like, I would yeah. I would confuse me the winner of semifinal versus. I was like, wow, that's that's good. But it, like once you figured out what the process, yeah. it, it was so smooth. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, you know what? I picked that pay per view to start NWA because you know I. I do like the brand. I had some troubles with it at first, but I do enjoy the brand. I was like, I'm going to do the cars. And I picked that pay-per-view to start with. And then when they announced it was a tournament, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how do I do this? Yeah. Um, so it was not set up to handle that appropriately. <laughs> yeah. I actually picked the winner. I got I got the winner of the, the tournament. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. yeah, I said Tim Storm would win it. Yeah, I Tim Storm, too. I was tied for first for that one. Yeah. Uh, for, for the hard times on the digital. So the, the main question is, now that like we, we have you pressured on the show, is when, when, when does the TTP get in their own group? <laughs> we're, we're... Uh, we are actually going to be rolling out groups for AEW Revolution. Perfect. Oh, nice. nice. That's... So, you'll usually... be able to create your own. That's awesome. There is a, there is then, a cool uh, thing, we... too, that like we're... we're Two or three guys are always in the top five or ten. Usually, every every show we do really well. Yeah, I was third for Worlds Collide. We'll also be getting um, validation for like podcasts and websites and whatnot up and running shortly. I'm sure you've seen the the PWS team has the PWS thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, they call other names. There's a few other groups that have that, and uh, we're gonna be rolling that out shortly too. Perfect. Nice. We look forward to it. Um, that's when we hit a slump and like, what are these guys doing at the bottom? Yeah, these guys suck. This podcast is terrible. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like when we were doing this just paper wise, and we're like, out of a possible two hundred and sixty-seven points, you have eighty-seven, yeah, and we're yeah. like, we are terrible at this. And then we start playing digital, and we're like, we're we're, we're doing really well. like the first ever digital, like because we have a like a little toy belt we pass around. So if one of us wins that week, we're the champion of the pro wrestling scorecards. Like we have a cha- like we're we're keeping track of title reigns and everything um so right now brian's a champion he's he just successfully defended his title because he won last group of pay-per-views yeah and then we we lump like so if there's three pay-per-views in one week we lump them all together so brian overall of the three pay-per-views won but my first ever title came off the first time we ever did a digital yeah that's right. digital reading yeah nice. yeah it's it's yeah you know what's interesting a lot of people think they do bad at the cards but if we look at the overall scores of them, very few people score even 50% of the possible points. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely shows. Cause That's crazy. For a while there, we were like, we have no business doing well, this digitally. Well, some of it is so hard because it's easy enough to get the some of the winners right. But Yeah, that's easy to get the winners To really right. hit like the exact match time can be tricky. Yeah, the exact amount of aerial points. moves used. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. that's, what always, get, like, the, that's what always brings me down. Dude, the multipliers like, can be tricky to hit on the nose. And if yeah. you do, it's it's really like, oh my. Like that Scott Steiner match, I, it was six minutes. Like, yeah, I got it exact yeah and that's two plus two points yeah that's two and if you points. take that if you take that's those six third points chance of getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it spells trouble it's sacrifice yeah. <laughs> so what are some future what are for some future goals you guys have um besides the ones you've already talked about for pro wrestling scorecards i mean you know our, our initial goal right now is just to get the digital rolled out um 
but we want to also expand upon what the digital can do. You know, we're looking at getting, you know, some actual analytics information in there. So like you can make uh, more informed choices. Like for instance, you know, Charlotte's matches end 75% of the time this submission. Like based Ooh. on all the scorecards we've oh, wow. done, we're going to pull all that down together. Oh, wow. That um, is awesome. <laughs> uh, we're also going to pull the data together about the users and, you know, et cetera, and try and get, like, you know, some interesting stats in there, like understanding what the average score is and, like, which questions are too difficult and whatnot. So we can kind of streamline a little bit. Yeah, that's um, wow. We're trying to work on some partnerships right now with some actual indie promotions. Oh, there we go. Uh, Ones that do, you know, still like national broadcasting on fight. We'd like to, to work with a couple to do some scorecards and do some uh, actual results broadcasting over their fight streams. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, because if, enough, if enough people are playing the cards and you're like, hey, we have a bonus card this week. If you download fight and download this thing, you can play along. Yeah. And if someone's a wrestling fan and they like playing your thing, you're driving more people to watch their shows. Right. Yeah. So that'd we're, be we're really working that will do that. We were. Originally having, um, you know, we had a, a very brief, I'm going to say very brief, conversation with, like, Wrestle Circus because we thought they'd be a good <laughs> partnership in something like that, you know, but obviously they had their trouble, so that conversation didn't yeah. go very far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you you guys have been, you guys were at Starcade this year as well, right? Starcast. Starcast, I'm sorry, not uh, Starcade, Starcast, yeah. We attended StarCast this year. We were vendors at StarCast. Well, there was a lot of StarCast this year, I guess. Yeah, there was we, like four. <laughs> we yeah. were vendors at StarCast for double or nothing. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, you, get, you make any cool connections there? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, you know, spending time in the vendor room there, like before it opens and everything, we got to meet everybody that was that was there. So we we built really strong relationships with with uh, you know like Jonathan from Lapelia. Has become a, a you know a good contact for us, cool. helping us out with some things. Um, so we sent like beta codes out through Lapelia packages. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, Lapelia is fantastic. Yeah. Another big supporter of NWA. Lapelia, yeah. they, yeah. they make a lot of their merch. They make great pins. They they do excellent, and they, they all their shirt releases are just perfect. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good partnership to have, and you know now he's you know he's. I don't know if you've noticed, but Lapelli has running merch for GCW and Villain Enterprises and mm-hmm. several other things. So we're going to keep trying to partner with them to try and, you know. We, um, we have a buddy who's been cool. wrestling a lot with GCW, uh, Tony Deppin. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, lives locally. Yeah he, yeah, he lives right around us, and he's he's been killing it on the circuit. I just saw him last weekend at GCW in LA. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, he, he's fantastic. It, it, it's funny. Uh, it, it's yeah. funny when when you brought up integrating in with an indie promotion that does a lot. Of, uh, GCW is one that popped into my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just wish there was something we could watch live. <laughs> well, on fight, GCW on fight is. Oh, they is are live. live on yeah. fight. How, how many weapons will be used in the Nick Gage match? All of them. Yeah, every last one. Of them. <laughs> Tony just in a recent, uh, I don't know if it was GCW or just a different promotion. He used a spike dildo. Did you see that? <laughs> it sounds like GCW. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a spike dildo. He was hit the guy in the face with it and then rammed it up his butt. Mm, <laughs> not Tony's literally, but yeah, but yeah, Tony. I mean, I, that, it's only it's got to be a matter of time before he gets snatched up. He would have been snatched up already <laughs> if he had, had like a more wide open schedule. But he could only wrestle like on weekends or something. I watched him say. Interviews like that's yeah. like tough, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, for a lot of people, it's hard to leave your regular job unless you're getting offered big money. But who's going to offer you big money if they don't really know you? So that's yeah. <laughs> that's why things like GCW are great because you're able to get, get your exposure, name out there yeah. and get exposure in one night. <clears throat> yeah, he wrestled um, Orange Cassidy, 
He wrestled um, uh, uh, Pen- Penta. Pentagon. Yep, he wrestled Chris Datlander. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's getting names under his. He's going to wrestle Alex Shelley WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic great, too. That's great. He turned out NXT money. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking sick. Um, and speaking of T-shirts. I just took a weird drink of water, man. Like, we're down the wrong pipe. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, like, fucking dying. I um, think what you're going to say here is Pro Wrestling Scorecards <laughs> does have merch. Is they that do. where you're going? Yes, they have merch. And I do. I'm very, very appreciative of... We did, like, a shirt trade. I sent you guys one of yours. You sent it. I didn't realize you were going to send me so many stickers and pins and everything, man. <laughs> I loved it. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, no problem, man. So, if uh, in the links below, you can you go see it. They you can go see them on pro Re- all uh, pro wrestling tees. Um, they if you type in pro wrestling scorecards, their merch is there. Um, you they have a Patreon, so if you want to throw a couple bucks, they have a d- different tiers of what you can do to support the uh, the content. And once again, you heard from him that he's doing a lot of like analytics and stuff. That all takes time. It all takes effort and money, and mm-hmm. you know you got to pay the bill sometimes Especially somehow. They announced the matches Friday. You know, the other yeah. part of Saturday afternoon. <laughs> so even if you've tried it, if you tried it more than two or three times, if you just do like a two dollar donation here, like every month, it's not a big deal. Like help the guy out, like help him out. Uh, they do great work. We're huge fans of it here at the podcast. We'll continue to support it, put it out there, and get more people to play along. <clears throat> As we I all appreciate that, man. Thank you. No, no problem. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fun. I'm glad you had an NWA. So, and then New <laughs> Japan with Wrestle Kingdom, even though I missed the first two day, the first day. Yeah, they're hard to watch, man. They're because they're so out there. There's so many, and, and it's it's just something that's only going to grow because there's so many different things now with NWA, with AEW, <laughs> with WWE doing takeovers and everything all the time. It's, if you do kind of get into this, it's something where you're going to have some kind of fun every yeah. week. Yeah. Pretty much. Now, without drawing lines in the battle sand, because wrestling is at this point now where people are just getting they're getting ugly when it comes to what they like and if you don't like what the other one, it's like it's it's getting like the old school Men Night Wars again. We here at the, our show um, are accepting all wrestling, but we do have a preference of what we enjoy a little more than others. What would be your brand right now that you're you're really you're really into? <clears throat> I agree with you on I like all wrestling but for me I mean we're talking like major brands mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me AEW is the way I go okay um, love AEW and that's you know primarily because like living in Vegas Ring of Honor comes here twice a year like we get a lot of the, the indie things in Southern California so a lot of those wrestlers are people I've been following for a long time anyways you know pre-AEW so mm-hmm. I enjoy that process even though people still right if we're talking indie GCW is hands down my favorite Hmm. Nice. Yeah, that started in Allentown, and the, the name comes from the building, which is called Game Changer World. Really? Yes. <laughs> so it started in Pennsylvania and yeah. then went to L.A. Well, they go all over now, yeah. yeah they they, they do a lot of Jersey, uh, <laughs> because their style, PA, is going to be tough because they don't do blood, and they do yeah. a lot of like deathmatch wrestling. Oh, uh, okay. So they do a lot of Jersey. They'll do L.A. They'll do... They, uh, they, were, they was doing a huge thing in WrestleMania. Jersey. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. they, they're like they're ones behind Joey Janelle's Spring Break and Orange Cassidy's doing something, all those shows. They, yeah. uh, they have a thing called The Collective now that they run for WrestleMania weekend, and they do like 20 shows over three or four days. Yeah. They're, they look like a blast. I've I, I seen uh, you were just at a, paper, a show that you had one of my favorite guys in the circuit right now, uh, Joey Ryan. Yeah, he was at... Uh, we went and saw Bar Wrestling versus GCW. Oh wow! And then the following night was a GCW show. He was at both. Yeah, he's 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 so entertaining. <laughs> Bar I mean, Wrestling's his thing. Yeah, he's so entertaining. I'm I'm he he cracks me up. 
Yeah. Hopefully one day we can we can see him live. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. But the, yeah, the, the uh, as far as being like SoCal, that's that's Joey Ryan's. Yeah. That's backyard. Joey Ryan's backyard. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, yeah. you said living in Vegas, are you excited for possibly some uh, some wrestling happening at that new new Raider Stadium they're talking about? Yeah, I'm really hoping we'll see uh, a mania here in the next couple of years. You know, WWE loves to hit the new stadium, so yeah, they, I'm, uh, it seems inevitable. I think that's a given. I think that'll happen soon. Actually, I could see in like two or three years that <clears throat> happening. I see next year. I see a year or two. I don't see more than two years because I know when they were out there for... When are they opening that stadium? Next year. It's going to be ready for football next year, they said. Next year, I think, is L.A. Oh, really? I think it's going to be the new Rams-Chargers stadium. Mm -hmm. Maybe the year after that will be wrestling. Maybe that will make sense then. But I I do know that when they were out there, there was video, I guess, of Tripp in the stadium looking at it and looking over stuff. And I even heard rumors that... Cody was in the stadium looking at it and not stuff sure already. That's not even rumors. That's a fact. Because Cody posted pictures of the stadium. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. And, and even UFC's looking at it. They want to put yeah. a. They want, oh, that's going to happen. Oh yeah, they, this year they want Con- they want Connor in that stadium. Yeah, they're how many does it seat? It's huge. It'll yeah. be like probably sixty thousand oh for football. God. So it, it'll be the same size as like MetLife Stadium okay. or where they run Mania. They yeah, usually yeah. run Mania football stadiums now. Yeah. I just did my first Vegas experience last year. I, oh my god, I wish I lived out there. It's just so. I loved it. It was such a cool in- environment. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting place to live, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to live on Fremont Street. I, my wife was like, we need to go back to the hotel room. I'm like, this is the funniest place on earth. I, I don't want to ever leave here. <laughs> yeah, you see some uh, crazy stuff down there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a woman dressed as Wonder Woman, Andy. She was the hottest human being I've ever seen in You're my like, life. What? It it she did not look like she was made on this planet. <laughs> she was she looked like she was from the yeah. Amazons, right? So hot, and not one human being was standing near her. Like she was doing her thing. Yeah. Not one person was going up to ask for a picture. That's they, like we. They were in, they were intimidated by her because how attractive she was. <laughs> Three spots down from her was a four hundred pound woman in a diaper wearing pasties and dancing, oh and God. she had three hundred people around her throwing money at her. Well, there you know. I was like, I love Fremont Street. <laughs> it was uh, where the entertainment is. And I was there when the Vegas Knights were making a run for their first year in the league for the and the, the Stanley Cup. So Fremont Street was a madhouse. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm just – in closing here, anything you want to get out or plug or let people know about? Uh, I mean, you've already mentioned our, our Patreon, but we're also on you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at PW Scorecards. Uh, we're going to be out and about at a bunch of events this year. We'll be, you mentioned this earlier, we'll be at the collective, nice. uh, all 20 of the events. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel bad for you. <laughs> That's going to be at Florida then, right? Okay. Ebor City, I believe yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. 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 Right outside of Tampa. <laughs> well, if you ever make your way up to Pennsylvania, let us know. We'll, maybe we'll meet up. We'll try to go to the show with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we, we start. <laughs> Me and my wife, we 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 try to travel for big events whenever we can. So if something's in the area, I'll definitely hit you guys up. Cool, cool. man. Well, listen, man, I'd love to continue to support. Thank you so much for the the merch you sent over the way with the t shirt and the pins and stuff. I wear the pin on my hood. I'm a pin guy, so I I have I'm wearing it all the time. Stickers on the table, the the pencil and the PWS yeah. stickers on the table. Um, if there's anything you ever need from us, let us know. We'll promote anything you need. Uh, we're huge, huge fans of your of your work, and we'll continue to put that Patreon money in there too. 
All right, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank look, you so look much. Look forward to more New Japan shows. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep playing along. Genesis. And, and uh, pretty soon we'll have our own little group. So if you guys want to join the TTP. <laughs> and uh, in four, pretty much four months, yeah, the beta will be done. Yeah. And all you can join and, and, do, and, and do beta with uh, the digital with us. Here's a quick thing um, yeah. before I let you go. Are you looking to do an app? Or are you just going to keep it on the browser? Um, we're going to... So we're focusing on building in the browser right now because... Uh, you know, it's, it's easier for us to build and mm-hmm. uh, get the database set up and all that. But once we have that all up and running, then building an app that interfaces with the same database will be fairly simple for us. So okay. we'll get there at some point. But the web app was the easier way to get to roll out faster. So yeah, I agree. Well, man, it's you got you're doing a fantastic job. You and your team, we we're, we're huge supporters. Like I said, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, we we look forward to to more things. If you ever have anything going on, you want to call in. We shoot this. We shoot Thursday night every time. You can call in and you can plug a plug a card or a, a, anything going on. All right. Awesome. I appreciate the invite. I'll, I'll let you know. Perfect. Our our platform is always open for you, brother. All right, man. All Thank right. you. Take See it easy, man. It sounded like the bell rang there. Yeah. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> That was awesome. Cool, cool interview. That's I, I'm a huge fan of their product. Um, so definitely go and below and check out all of the, uh, um, the sorry, the links, the links. I just got yeah. a, a message. Um, and if you're it's going to you're an asshole, if you're going to Mania, maybe you'll see Daniel at the Collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. There's a lot all twenty shows. There. Oh my yeah. god, I know that, that that's like they do three shows a day, and that's yeah. a lot. They it's a yeah, lot. They do so many things. I know that the last one they had Janela Spring Break Blood Sport. It, they do they had, do the Joey Ryan Penis Party too? No, that's that's um that that's basically the a knockoff of Janela Spring Break. Oh, Okay, that was. Was that high spots? I think it was either high. No, yeah. it was either high spots or WWN, or both. Did uh, Joey? Yeah, Ryan's I forget. Party. It's crazy though. You know the guy from Smart Mark that was taping it. He was like, oh, "I got three shows in one day." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Then you're just going all day. Yeah, like <coughs> you can even buy a, like a ticket or you, on fight you can buy like a package. Yeah, I watch have, them all. It's like two hundred bucks for all twenty or something like that. Wow, but fights one type of thing. If you pay for that, they're always there for you, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. get most, like I think also most more. Yeah, I, I pretty unless they specify. Like if you get like all in, I think they not not in the U.S. But things like all in in the AW pay per views. If you're in like Canada or the UK, it's once and done. They'll yeah. I think it's you have it maybe for like a, a day or two. Yeah, but for most of the stuff that um all the NWA the stuff, stuff, it's forever. It's forever. Like I still have Bloodsport. Well, with Suzuki and Barnett, I still have the DDT show from WrestleMania weekend. I still have both Joey, or not Joey Ryan's, uh, yeah. Joey Janela spring break mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into the our, our topics. We're going to talk about everything that happened over the weekend, uh, get into Raw. We have some news here or there, and then we have a topic for you tonight. Brian Brian drew up a topic, which is kind of going to be... Threw one together. Yeah, we threw one together. I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be someone I... I like now. Obviously, they won me over yeah. with him, but I don't know much about his past, so it's going to be cool to listen to that. But the first thing I want to talk about is not wrestling-related, oh. um, but it is sports-related, and it was a, a big loss for for a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, and they're just trying to put it down for whatever reason they're trying to. But um, if if... You know, it is what it is. I'm not even going to dive into the negativity aspect of it. Um, but uh, we lost Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant in a car, in a helicopter, yeah, car, helicopter accident. Um, him, his daughter, and uh, eight, seven other people, right? Seven yeah, yeah, nine all together. Nine all together. Yeah. Um, the pilot, and then two kids, uh, parent, and then some what coaches. Did it crash into? 
Um, they they're, they're still kind of figuring out what was going on, yeah. but they think that he was circling over L.A. for a while, mm-hmm. and he was having some issues in the fog, and there might have been some mechanical issues, and then he flew it out to this remote area because he maybe kind of knew it was going down, and he could possibly figure it out in that area, yeah. and he wouldn't do collateral damage and hurt other, other people, yeah. so they kind of put it out there, and it went down really, really fast and wow. really, really hard. I mean, that, that helicopter was everywhere. Like, there was no, there was mm-hmm. no chance. Um, but yeah, Kobe, Kobe, um, is a Pennsylvania guy, yeah. you know, um, he played, he played a game in Hazleton and he also he played, played a game Pottsville. in, in Mart's Hall in Pottsville. Really? Yeah. He, wow. yeah. He, his high school was in the same county where I'm from, Delaware County. Mm-hmm. And when I was, uh, probably in sixth or seventh grade is when he was like a freshman and it was already because his father was a uh, player. He played for the 76ers. That's why they kind of lived in that area. Yeah, I, I started hearing about Kobe Bryant at a like when he was like fourteen. He, he years was old. literally he was he his entire life was in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So like when people are like, why are we talking about his death over Marines or his death over? Listen, like he's been a national a national figure since he's a high school player, right? Like he's you know what I mean like sure he has some allegations against him, but if like. I'm not even going to dive. I'm not going to dive into it. But if you look into that case, there's a lot more to that than just a guy who got off with something. There's there's so there's a lot of underlining that went into that, and I I definitely ask you to read into it before you make judgments. But it doesn't even matter at this point because he's he's gone. His daughter's gone. Um, he's he's been doing regardless of what he if he what happened, and I don't condone if it is true. But people. Do get second chances for doing a lot worse, and he, he he was a great father. He was a great role model in the basketball community. He was out there trying to do better things. His his mindset, his mind state, and his way of thinking trans trans made so many people step up their game in so many different ways. He's just been a, an amazing impact in a lot of people's lives, and um and it's gonna be a, it's a huge loss. And I know I said it on the Not Cool in High School podcast. I know that the great debate all the time is who's the greatest of all time? Is it Kobe? Is it LeBron? Is it Michael? For me, I'm not even I'm not even entertaining that question anymore because the, losing a guy at 41 who will be go down as one of the greatest of all time, it doesn't matter who's the greatest. We just should cherish people for where they are at the point at, at, and just enjoy enjoy what they're putting out at the moment there's no comp there's no need for the competition to saying who's better than not just enjoy what you're getting right now that's just my take on it and if anyone else has anything they want to add not a before, sports fan so i have nothing to say yeah i mean he's fucking, sad sad news that's he's all fanta- he was so fa- he was fantastic yeah, just, yeah he was great j- just lies like i uh, i'm a little bit younger than him uh but i I went to school with people who played against him, yeah. and and that's something that they will always remember. Like, yeah. like you could just tell, like that they were just awestruck that they got to share a court with this guy. He's fantastic. He was he's he's one of the greatest of all time. Um, I do know that I just I picked up two K seventeen and two K ten. Right after the news broke, I'm like, well, these are two games I always wanted. And I was just kind of sitting on it, like, I'll eventually get it. And I was like, oh, I'm snatching them up now. Because as soon as I did, they both went up to like $200 games. Yeah. So yeah. I grabbed them. Yeah. So I got, I got one. Did the ones like, with him on the cover? Or? Yeah. I, ha- I already have both of them. I'm glad I did. 2K10 I got um, for $7. Oh, wow. And then 2K17 unopened. Not the leg- the gold edition, the purple edition. Mm-hmm. I got for 20 Nice. Unopened. And then while I was there, I just grabbed, I got the other, I got, the, so I have, I collect certain games. Like I have all the wrestling ones. I have all the cover athletes of Madden and NCAA. Um, but I like, I'm a Jordan fan. So I have 
2K10 with him, mm-hmm. and then I have 2K12 because it had Jordan Bird Magic. I never had the Jordan cover, so I found that one. And then I got 2K16 because you can go and play like Jordan as a rookie through mm-hmm. be a player. Dude, that was so fun. I used yeah. to love doing that. that yeah, so so I'm fun. like, I'm gonna, I wish so, they would bring that back with different players. Like, they should do that with LeBron. They should do yeah, that like a cr- that was so, yeah, like, that where was you so play fun. as Jordan's whole career. Like, and they did with Kobe in 2012. Yep. Uh, yeah, 12, where you you get like a guy, kind of like how Showcase mode in WWE. Yeah, so, I remember that there was no Steve Austin. Trying to tie it into wrestling in a way, but like. There's, they did that in the basketball games. They're like, hey, uh, NCAA football used to do it too. Like, here's Bo Jackson. Can you play a, 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 a four-year career with Bo Jackson and try to match his numbers? Oh, okay. And it makes it entertaining. Like, But Jordan, they had stuff like this game, you have – 75% of your fatigue is gone because it's the flu game. Can you still, with 75% fatigue, still drop 62 points? Oh, like, wow. it was, yeah. yeah, that game was fun. And you could pick where you get drafted by, which was awesome, because, yeah. like, I would put them on, like, I would try it, like, I'd have a whole many save files of every team, like, I would put them on everybody, you know, yeah. and just play it out. It was such a, it's a cool thing. I hope they bring that back. But, yeah, I do have those two games coming in. I'm pretty, oh, those games coming in. Um, so that, 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 with a heavy heart, you know, rest, rest in peace, Kobe, and, and hearts go out to, you know, every, all the people that were affected and families and uh, people who are just fans, man. They're super fans. He's, he's changed. He's been a role model. Like, that's like losing Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's just one of those people. Like, there's big names in the sports that when they leave, it's just, it's a, it's an impact. And that's definitely one of them. <clears throat> Quick segue before it gets a little more sad, but, um, PPW. There's nothing sad about that. Nothing, that was, up, nothing sad about that. That was a great time. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Oh, oh, sad time. No, no, so I'm saying bef- I don't want to keep dwelling on something sad. So we're going to go positive with PPD. The power of PPW there positivity. Positivity Premier Wrestling. Yeah, positivity Premier Wrestling. Um, fantastic show. Yeah, I, um, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. We're going we're gonna to just hit up some highlights. We're not going to do the whole thing because we did do a car ride home. Yeah, I guess I got the whole review. And, and you can check it out on our audio only, the car ride home. Mm-hmm. But um, first off, before we start, huge thank you again to you know everyone at PPW for kind of letting us you know, get some content that day and let me kind of let me go behind the curtain a little bit, which was cool. Um, I have some cool things I want to bring up with that. that I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not breaking kayfabe or anything, but there's some things that I think that fans would definitely appreciate um and then uh obviously overall just a really good card yeah yeah Yeah. Um, and just to reiterate what tony said just everybody to a person was just so welcoming and gracious and everything that's always uh that's always a good it's just always it feels good to feel except for whoever's heel fuck them (laughs) (laughs) no the heels were even sweethearts um so we walk in come through the side door we got our stuff and uh as we walk in, Billy Gunn's doing his seminar, and it was just like, "We're this is cool." Like, because now we're not here as a fan; we're here to do work. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I don't know about you, but it, it it immediately hit me like, "This is it, man. We're here. We're gonna do some stuff today." Like, it, it was a different feel walking into the building because, I mean, you've been here since day one. Like, one of our goals was to for the podcast to get something like this. Yeah. So it was really cool to really check that off the bucket list. Mm-hmm. It's probably something you've don't even think about anymore because no. you've been at so many shows but <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just another day at the office but yeah. kind of coming in is yeah i guess it, at first it's 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 uh, a neat experience yeah, yeah it's it's overwhelming cool. i'd say um and then see i mean the first thing you do is when you walk in you see the entire roster of people that you're like man these are super talented people and they literally like this is not a knock but they literally look like kindergarten kids sitting in a chair just 
like mouths drawn open and Billy oh, Gunn yeah, just but, talking yeah. to them. You know what I mean? It was, was he like, doing anything physical with them or do you know? No, oh, it was just, just, oh. it was just he, talk. He may have been on the Maybe we, before he got there. Yeah, sometimes we, they do, sometimes they don't. I think it was don't. only talk. When, yeah. We, yeah. when we got there, he was talking, but then we kind of went in the back a little bit. We're not there to watch Billy Gunn's yeah. seminar. We're there yeah. To, yeah. to get stuff done. And then we were kind of in another room where you can't really see the ring. And I, I know we were hearing some... Like no, that was people just testing the ring <laughs> out the ring. Yeah, okay, testing yeah. the ring out. Um, but even behind the curtain with that, like Billy Gunn was like, I mean, he wasn't behind the curtain. Like he was downstairs more than he was upstairs. But when he came up, man, he was like, he was firing the people up. He's like, all right, man, let's do this. this is easy work, boys. Yeah. Let's let's and like he was he was getting everybody in mo- the mood. He was like he was he wasn't just there to take the check. Yeah, just and, and, and get show out. up and in. he was he was watching the matches. Like he was like he was. He was sitting there talking to people. Like it was a really cool thing to see him, like taking people under. Like, that's what he does with AEW, and mm-hmm. that's a huge success. Of why, like a lot of like right now. So like a big thing with AEW, a lot of people are like, well, this is just all WWE guys coming in and running a company. It, there is an NXT factor to AEW. They do have some people that came from the indie circuit that they snatched up that they need to polish mm-hmm. before they get to the main stage. And some guys are higher than others, and that's why your Billy Guns and your AEW Darks and pat- matching them together with other people are going to make them better. Definitely, while you're seeing them on TV, mm-hmm. like NXT, what you watch on NXT TV is not a is not a. A development. They're polished people. They're ready yeah. to go on TV. There's a lot behind the scenes of AEW that we don't see. You know what I mean? Um, and it was cool to see that kind of AEW-esque feel with Billy Gunn being there, working with talent, and and kind of like motivating them, pumping them up, and, and legit having a good time. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Yeah, he, was, he seemed like he was nice and everything. I didn't really talk to him, but I mean, yeah, he didn't seem like some of the stars are just coming there. Just you know, they're just there to get their money and. Have a match and don't really care if it's good or not. And yep. Um, then we were setting up and the Brooklyn Brawler came downstairs yeah, yeah, and gave us some critiques on how to set a green screen up. Hey, he still looks pretty good. He, he looks does. fantastic. Yeah, Look great. Super nice guy. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to him Brawler at all. Yeah, he just came down. Like, we were down there helping the Wicked Turtle guy set up their green screen. He's yeah. like, oh, you got to steam that out. You're never going to get a read on that yeah. green screen. Like, he's like, I've been doing that for 30 years with the WWE. And, like, it was. Well, he didn't name drop WWE. No, but he's like, I've been doing it. <laughs> Honestly, he didn't say WWE at all. He just, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. And at first, no idea who he was. <laughs> I was like, who is this dude down here? And I think Paul might have thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah we don't know. I didn't ask him, but later it's just me and Tony down there. And I'm like, you know, it was the Brooklyn Brawler. Right? Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> Because he he looks way different. Right. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah, like he he looks like a normal guy, just mm-hmm. a normal guy. Like he's in excellent shape, especially because oh, he still looks like he's built like like I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want him to get punched yeah, by he, him. He, he's like I he's mean, spry. He's he, still spry. He's in better shape now, probably as far as like he's more cut than he <laughs> yeah. was when he in his prime. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know what he's on, but he looks great. Um, the brawler, fucking, <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, DDP yoga. That, there you go. Yeah, if that's if, that, if that's a DDP, I need to step my shit up. Um, hey, Lexi Nair does DDP yoga, and I'll do whatever the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, now, MJF. Did, yeah, MJF. Friend <laughs> um, <Putting> that shirt. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they're actually really close friends. Yeah. In life. So we talked Friends about only. we talked about match of the night before we started it um, with with Bro and and Deshaun. I, I, there were so many great matches though. Like that, that it, was it, definitely. I, I, I'm a sucker for mat wrestling, and they did a lot of mat work in that match. So, so old school, yeah. I loved it. Maybe and, a little too much for that crowd because sometimes when you don't, when I you, think when you don't the, give them an '80s match, kind of like they, yeah. they get a little lost. Yeah, I think I don't think the crowd appreciated as much as we did. Yeah. Um, but then again, you really can't <laughs> go out there and and turn yeah. it to a hundred because 
you're going to get that lady with facade. Yeah, and it's the opener, too, so I guess they were just trying to... Yeah, yeah but even like, yeah. hit, like some certain crowds, you can't give them the same match you give the ROH Smart War crowd, because yeah. they yeah. just don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't... It's just that's not what they're to see. They're there to see the guy get... Ah! Oh, like a, It's like a WWE Super Show. you got to give them an old-school pay-per-view. Yeah. And then everybody online's like, well, this event sucked. It's like, no shit. They have to give them shit, because that's what they're fucking used to. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, like, like, I like the old-school feel, though. Which is crazy, because I should be watching different crowds and different cities are... are, are or they like different things. So, yeah. I mean. um, the, and then the, one of the big... Th- I, want, I just want to push a couple storylines here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before that match even happened. Yeah. The, um, the, the big uh, the big opening uh, show. Big heel turn. South Philly's Finest comes out and jumps main event. Mm-hmm. And now South Philly's Finest, which was the biggest bubbly baby face. But they kind of got the Bailey treatment. She, they turned and everyone loved it. <laughs> um, I, that's not what they wanted, obviously. Right. Um, so here's my thing. If PPW crowd. I loved it, too. I did. I was smiling from ear to ear. I thought it was entertaining. But as a wrestling fan, turn into it a little bit. Boom. Get into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what you're that's so much fun just kind of kind of turn turn back the hands of time a little bit and be a 13-year-old and be like, "Boo! It you'll have a good time, I promise." It's uh weird. some people, you know, they're just going to cheer for what they want. Yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. if you pay, pay for there. your ticket, yeah. like Vince always says, I don't care if they boo, I don't care if they cheer as long as they yeah. pay so, for their ticket, yeah, whatever the hell you want. It mm-hmm. was a fantastic heel turn. It was great, and I I am really looking forward to that storyline. Um main, we'll just cut to the main event real quick. Um uh, well, actually, it wasn't the main event, but the championship match. Yeah, because facade, facade doesn't. No, second last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The main event was the Rumble, yeah, but facade does not win the title. He did, but then the foot was on the rope, and then Deshaun Pratt comes in to cash in oh, his golden okay. ticket. See, I didn't, I didn't maybe, see it. and he never had a chance to cash it in, so he may still have that golden ticket. Okay. We're still trying to figure out or wait for PPW's word on that. Um, and then um, uh, facade loses. Rumble happens. So we talked about in the show mm-hmm. how you wanted to set a personal goal that night. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. Came out number one. Yeah, how about that? 37 minutes. Yeah. According to Brooke, that's what she put down. <laughs> I, I, I'm going so, to believe hers over mine because I was opening up the notes app and yeah. I had like enough. I was Frank, like, Frank gave Killian the credit for the longest time. Yeah, that's some of a bitch. I'm like, didn't you see him come out second and then get eliminated by me? <laughs> and then I put I mean, it. I mean, credit for second longest. Yeah. You know? Uh, but second longest, Killian. Yeah, how about uh, it? Yeah, that's nice sure, yeah. I got the Killian shirt Yeah, he on. was good. So I, I was happy they got the work. It was work awesome watching you guys of, work. Good people. It was, it was, I was happy to see you guys work yeah. together. That was fun. It was, it was good stuff. I could tell right away. You could always tell. Like, I, I think Tom Brandy said, there's a good name drop. He there said, you, you could tell when you lock up with someone if they're good or not. Yeah. And I was like, I believe that. Because sometimes I locked up and was like, ooh, this is going to be a bad one. Yeah. You know? But no, it was, it was fun with Killian. I think, I think he's going to miss a couple shows, but I think he's definitely slated to come I back. Think, yeah, I think they're going to bring him back. Cause, yeah, awesome. you know, why not? Um, the cool thing was too. Um, couple couple outbreak names were there. Um, yeah, for Ian the Bush seminar. was in there. Ian Bush yeah. was there. Well, he he didn't even know he was in the Rumble. Yeah. So we interviewed him, and he was like, <laughs> "I like this place. I'd love to work here. Like, yeah. there's a lot of cool names. Andy's here. Uh, Killian's here. So, like, Iz, Izzy wasn't. She went there for the seminar. Yeah. But Izzy would be a good female to bring in. Yeah. And they you need know? females. Yeah, they need it. So she she's fantastic. Hit her up, and uh, and then. Ian's like, well, I'm going to head out. I was like, all right, man. And then he went to walk out, and I guess they were like, where are you going? He's like, I'm <laughs> heading home. And they're like, you're in the Rumble. And he goes, oh, shit. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was he was like a kid running around. He was happy, smiling. Yeah. You're like, he, he was happy to be there. So that would be another name I would I would look PPW if you're looking to bring a guy back. Ian Bush is a young guy, um, super talented. And um, he brings a crowd. 
So yeah. if you put him on a show, let's come up here to. If you put him on a show, he will bring a crowd. I promise you. Um, and his crowd. If you want a loud crowd, yeah, they're 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 vocal. They will be. Very, they are very vocal. Um, and they like their Ian Bush. Um, their his his crowd. I mean, you you could be determined that his crowd got him a championship. Push. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, it didn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, it didn't. I mean, listen, the kid's talented as well, but he he, he it does help when people are coming and putting yeah. the name out there. Um, and then uh, the one thing I and I hate to do this to Andy, but little asterisk next to that next to that uh, time and that personal record because our own Andy Hedder was using performance enhancers uh, yeah. during that during that, during that uh, battle royal. <laughs> so Andy, I thought it was a good idea. Pulls a can of Red Bull out of I don't even know where you got yeah, it. That's a secret. <laughs> and um, chugs the can of Red Bull and then hulked up and cleared the ring. Yeah, and then and then Big Paul Hightower comes out, which I thought was a good spot. And then the story kind of complete then. And then like I psych up, I he swats the dropkick away and then just starts hitting the yeah. elbows, puts me down, puts five other people down. And then you eliminate. Then him. I eliminate that son of a bitch. So. Yeah, you took him yeah, out. How about that? Um, it was so I, cool. I set up four feuds, maybe yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It, so yeah, you that story left and right there. Yeah, you. It, Hope they appreciate you and Moran it. had a little beef there. Yeah, so I eliminate Johnny after he eliminated Ian Bush. Yeah, so we're, we're probably gonna get a match here. And of course, I eliminate Killian. Yeah, me and Killian were in for a long time. Yeah, going back and forth. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Mostly, when someone came out, they came after me immediately. Yep. <laughs> so, well, here's the here's the cool thing behind the curtain too, man, and 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 this is something that. <laughs> As someone who's been sitting across this table from you now for oh, over my God. between two different shows, I mean we've we've sat here for a while and talked to each other and, and talked wrestling and talked behind the scenes, but never really seen you mm-hmm. in action. Um, you were a locker room leader that night, man. Like you were, you, you, I thought you did fantastic. Like you, you kind of like behind the curtain a little bit ran a lot of that rumble. Like, yeah, I kind of put it together. No one else was. I mean, they had a. Uh, they had a sheet of where what they wanted. Say, uh, blueprint, I yeah. guess you could say. But not everything was uh, ironed out. But like watching you backstage and kind of just watch from a distance, like, hey, if you we come in and we do this and this and you guys do this, like it was honestly, it was a fantastic rumble. I thought like, it was the, really the good. The rumble yeah. was really it was cool. very entertaining. Was, yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, they had uh, Tony and Paul, like put what they wanted for the final four and uh, yeah. five and killing the six. But after that, it was like, Whatever, and I was like, well, okay, well, let's do this. So, obviously, me and Killian did our spot, then for Bo, and then when everyone else came in, I asked, did you want something? And like, okay, and a lot of people are like, oh, it don't matter. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I was like, well, then find who you want to eliminate you. Yeah. And then sometimes I went up like, Bull, I was hammering in the corner. I was like, who's eliminating you, Bull? And he goes, you are. All right. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm going to start working you over. I have to look at it, but I had you up to like at least four eliminations. I think it was five. I think it was five. Four yeah. or five. I didn't yeah. want that, man. Killian Bull, Johnny, yeah. you know, for sure. So I think you had the I longest Rembrandt, time and the most yeah, eliminations. Yeah, I something. Like, I didn't want to like steal the show too much, but I think I did. The crowd the crowd was chanting your name I know. for a while there. So you thought I was really going to win. It, um, was your first, it was your first... Um, Night as a baby face, mm-hmm. and the crowd. By the, I think the end of the night, I, I, I think you won them over. Yeah. I thought you did a great job. No, thank you. And I thought I, it was a hell of a performance. Not the brag, but yeah, absolutely. Even Charles Mason said you had a cool, a bunch of cool, like almost eliminations. Like when someone whipped me, I was like, <clears throat> I like did the Spider Man thing. The one with with you and uh, Facade toward the very end. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you you didn't hit your time yet. No, you were like you well, were actually st- probably did my my stopwatch was a little low. But that wasn't yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, Chris Banks was supposed to throw me out, so that's yeah. why I was like, no man. That but way. I was looking at him. I was like, he's like, yep. and he's like okay, he's coming. I had no good. Chris I, I didn't want to do the Andre thing, but it happened. But I'm like, oh, okay. I got <laughs> and that looked like it could have been like you. I thought you were going to get tied up like Mancho Man yeah. and Jake the Snake. That, that well, that's what he's talking about the Andre thing. Yeah, yeah. like but. uh 
it didn't look like it. I could, I could have, I, if that was me, I would have dislocated my shoulder. Yeah, I was, I, I was surprised. I, went, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was scary. I was like, oh shit. Um, and then, and then, did I, you hear us yelling? Thirty-two minutes. Yeah, really? No, yeah, no, I didn't. I was, I was too into at that point. Yeah. And then Chris threw me out, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna go all the way out and like not touch the ring. And there's usually a lot of guys will like touch and like mm-hmm. tumble down. And I, I went all the way down, and I was like, oh, there's no mats here. And then like the next day, my my feet were so sore, like my heels, because yeah. I'm like, Ugh! yeah. And I just like was laying. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was really fun. And then like yeah, I noticed like guys would go to the corners, and then the middle would open up. So that's like when I was over, and I was like, I was punching the show or something. I was like, whip me off, reverse, give me something. And he's like, I was like, power slam. I was like, oh, my I'm like, okay. So like, <laughs> yeah. I, I would steal the middle because no one else is doing it, but I was giving a lot of stuff too. It wasn't like me doing moves left and right. Yeah, no, it, was, it, it worked out great. And <coughs> like, even like the behind the scenes watching guys work before their match a little bit, mm-hmm. like I didn't want to, like I would watch them work, but I would quick go away because I also didn't want to know what was happening before this did happen. Yeah, yeah. So I would, like, watching Deshaun and, and Bo work backstage, like, oh, I do this and that, and I was like, oh, oh I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. But it was just cool to kind of see, like, they're not in the ring before the night, you know, working in the ring and figuring out, the, they're figuring out on the fly in the back. Yeah. Some guys call it, too, you know. Yeah. Not, not many. It's... It, it it really it really showed just how much talent that roster has. And, yeah. and you even had me believing uh, too. <laughs> like, and like it's getting down to it. Like and Drew Adams was about th- uh, out at number thirty. I'm like, is Andy winning this thing? <laughs> like, is like wow, it's Jose. He's gonna win this thing. And then and then they bring out facade. And then they bring out facade. It's like okay, facade's winning. Yeah. But, yeah. So when facade first came out, I was like, oh, this is the Roman Reigns spot. Yeah. He's gonna win it. He just lost his title match, and now honestly, he's if out. I was there, I would have booed. Yeah. I would have been so pissed that he won. I'd have been like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. But you had your match. But he comes the way he won it, and just I, I've never seen the PPW crowd explode like they, that. They yeah, made the right awesome. call. Yeah. They made the right. He think, was I, yeah. so over in that he building. Ex- and then the the spot they did. He now their the tables are plastic tables like this that they, the commentators guys sit at. Facade jumps off like it's pushed off like I think of the top rope mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, the, and, or the apron, one of the, the other. apron, and jumps and lands on a plastic table, and it just didn't break. Like it was a fucking miracle. Yeah. And then Danny Mo jumps. He jumps on her back and she piggybacks him back to the ring and he comes back in. Yeah. And during this exchange, Deshaun Pratt throws Broke Chris. Bro, uh, oh, Chris Banks got thrown out. Yeah, Chris Banks th- gets thrown out, and then Deshaun Pratt throws out Bro Keller, but Deshaun Pratt is standing on the apron like, yeah, and he gets piggybacked. He jumps on the corner, does like, like a coast-to-coast, mm-hmm. and then jumps off. Like He he could have slipped. Like, every, like everything about the spot was like, <laughs> but it, it wasn't was even close, like a, yeah. th- like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, he goes, he tightrope walks, jumps, and, dis- and drop kicks Deshaun Pratt, knocks him off the apron, and wins the Rumble. Yeah. So it was a great ending. Like, yeah. So at first, me, I was like, "Oh, he's pulling the Roman spot." But just to see that crowd erupt, I was like, "It was a good call." Yeah, I think right. it was. I think that's yeah, they're, they're giving the crowd what the they right want. way to go because you kind of thought. I guess I would have thought maybe I would win. Then I was, I was like, "Oh, when else does Sean's gonna win?" Yeah, so, but now they wins. have to have him win the belt because they can't do. Either yeah, Austin. they can't. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah, no, it's it, got to win the belt. It's it, it's clearly but, like that they're setting it up. And, and right before that, when I was laying on the floor, Daddy comes over. She's like, "We're doing something. Move." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were told. We were told. 
uh, by the one of the guys in the commentary team, uh, Scott. He was like, Danny comes up to me and he's, just, he's like, move your laptop. I'm like what? He goes, move your fucking laptop. Yeah. Move your fucking laptop. And he's like, why? He goes, just move your laptop. And he moved. And he goes, I moved it. And as soon as I moved it, I just see. Boop, boop. I heard. I see a body come at me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was fun, but yeah, it was so good, man. And so many people like obviously you looked great in the rumble. A lot of people it, got the shine. It's, Especially it's, what if I knew someone, Chris I would Banks, go over and give them. Chris some, yeah. Banks looked amazing, not just with the Billy Gunn work because he did a fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Job with Billy Gunn, and so did Sambo Show. Um, but he, he got looked the, he looked great in the Rumble. Deshaun yeah. Pratt had a great night working with Bro, and then had a great night in the Rumble. Rembrandt yeah. had a great night, and he he just kind of played the, the chicken shit and, thing and, for a while. Yeah, they're building up something with him and Fox, so yeah. they they worked in a lot of storylines. Yeah. Rembrandt Fox is going to be a great match. Seemed like they're working up hopefully something with you and Johnny that would be good yeah, there. Yeah, that uh, Bull, me and Chris Banks, yeah, yeah, me and. Uh, Oh, was that Achillian? Yep. And then somebody else, too. There, I said, like, four of them. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, there so you go. There's a lot of cool and stuff. Like, I went over to Montequilla. I was like, Pan, I was like, step up around. I what? He's like, and I whipped him off. I'm like, he's like, and he's like, oh, thanks for giving me that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I knew he could do it. So, yeah. but yeah, it, it was really. And really, that was a big pop, too, when he hit that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Eh. Mm-hmm. And it was really good with uh, Chris Banks because he kind of kind of got to see two sides of him, too. He got to see more of the personality with Billy Gunn mm-hmm. and then what he can do in the ring and the Rumble. Yeah. It was it was such a good night. PPW, amazing job. A plus. Yeah, I, th- show. I think that rumble was better than last year. It's not just because I was a main star, but no, I I, 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 I just thought overall talent wise that was yeah. that was fantastic. And it even had like like last year was Paul Bogo getting there. This year was C R O'Malley was in there. So you yeah. yeah you had your little like little spots where it's more of and and then you know, they really reinforced the they had flying Hawaiian uh, Keiko yeah. come back. He got a yeah, good bomb. I thought yeah, he, that was fantastic. Um, and hopefully maybe his girls come back too. Cause yeah, that's, Sammy. That's, yeah, Sammy the Pantors. So I mean. I don't know. It was, it was a fun time. It was fantastic. Um, we went really long with PPW, but that's yeah. you know they're, that's our boys. Um, NWA Power. We'll just kind of breeze over it real quick. Uh, new hard tag times. Team, yeah. Hard times. New tag team champions. New a lot of champions. Yeah. Um, the new women's, women's champion, champion Thunder Rosa. Women's TV title was yeah, announced. Exactly. Was, was well, crowned. Yeah, first. Uh, Ricky Starks. Current. You know, um, Aldis did not lose his title. No. Apparently, it was non-title. Yeah. It, I thought it, it was. Be, too, it became. Yeah. It was non-title at first, and then uh, Marty came out and did an interview, and was like, "Why the hell is Nick wrestling on the show and not defending his belt?" So then yeah. Nick came out, and Nick was like, "Listen, I'll defend the belt, but if I win, then anything from here on out that you do with NWA, I call the shots. Yeah. I choose when we have our match. I choose what the stipulation is for our match." And Marty was like, "All right," because he wanted to flip to have the shot at the belt, yeah. you know. And then Nick beat him, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And then on NWA Power this week, they did a really good face-to-face yeah, promo. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. I can't believe that people are still saying that Nick all Like, every time I post Nick Aldis and All Things Wrestling, there's still people in the comments being like, oh, this and this TNA bomb, like, he's, why is he champion? I'm like, are you not watching the yeah, product? Just, just he's so it. freaking yeah. good, dude. Like, you are nuts. If you're watching NWA <laughs> and you don't appreciate Nick Aldis, I don't know what to tell you. He is phenomenal. And he, he's, like, NWA is, is has an open-door policy to... Pretty much everybody except WWE, yeah. and it seems like a lot of people Anyone are taking them up on it. Probably Impact, and Impact, Impact, yeah, because yeah, Billy Corgan hates it. Yeah, but uh, in fact, I think there's some kind of talk that maybe Ken Anderson might be. Well, Billy Corgan took a picture at NWA Power, didn't he? Or was that an old? Was that an old photo with Billy Corgan at, at NWA? Billy Corgan owns NWA. Yeah. Oh, he, Billy, he, hates, he, he hates Impact. Yes. Good. I forget. Sorry. Um, but so, yeah, Ken Anderson got pulled from the pay per view because of that. that's why Tim Storm had a first round buy. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, was, wow. He was supposed to wrestle Ken, but the day before, Ken agreed to do that Impact throwback show. Yeah, the TNA, and yeah. he didn't run up by NWA, oh, so they boy. were pissed. They were like, "All right, you're off the show." Then they might yeah. just fire It's him. interesting now. Like Scott Steiner is also on that show now. So it's yeah, I think, but I think they have Brian. Yeah, they for, probably. Yeah, I think Scott was on anyway. This tapings, but yeah, NWA continues to be really good. Yep. NXT World's 
lied. Another another great night. I thought it was fun. Um, I only see the main event. I, I watched. I, I, I breezed it. through it. I mean, I didn't see it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of guys. Though. It was a lot of guys I didn't uh, know. No, yeah. So it was it was a way to introduce some people. The four way um, cruiserweight match, dude, was so good. Yeah, that match was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, surprise winner there. Yeah, new cruiserweight mm-hmm. champion yeah, with a with a black belt now. It's a black belt. Yeah, well, it looks much yeah, better. But there's like little purple better. things in that. It has a hue. Logo's dead center too. Yeah, it has a hue of purple to it. Yeah, much better. And the match of the the night though was definitely DIY versus Much Ass Mountain. That match was great. Yeah, really good. Um, I'm gonna watch the whole show. I see the main event. Um, Royal Rumble, fantastic Rumble. I thought. The, all right, so a lot of people saying the card sucked. I wouldn't say fantastic. I would I, say I would I say thought, it was good. I thought the card was great. good. I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the card. Um, there was a couple matches where it was a brand Bailey brand. versus Lacey was boring. Bo- yeah. Super boring. That was yeah. probably the worst match. Fiend and Daniel Bryan was. I thought that was pretty good. That was Daniel, good. Yeah. Daniel no Bryan red light. gets so much yeah, out of the no uh, red, red light, light. and that's what made a good point. Well, if there was red light and they were slapping each other with the. The brown strap thing probably wouldn't see, see it. it. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't see the welts. So yep. I hope there's no more red light. Please, I no think because I enjoyed the match so much. The more. match got such positive reviews. They probably kill the red light. Yeah, you know I hope I mean? so. So many people online were like, "Oh, thank God that red light's over." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you what, dude. Daniel Bryan let Bray beat the shit. Yeah, he match, did. Yeah. He had welts all over him: his back, well, his ribs. Like he Bray, took a beating. Bray Wyatt had a swollen eye. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah must have caught him with one of the knees or something. Because at the end of the, I was like, is his mask just that out of whack? Yeah, his right. His right eye. His right yeah. eye was sw- almost swollen shut. I can't wait to see tomorrow if it's still like if it's yeah. any better or not. Well, he had a black eye previous. Like I seen a picture where he was getting his beard shaped up, and he had a black mm. eye. And oh, then well. I guess he got hit again, and it's just swole. It's swole shut. Um, so the rumble, we'll just kind of jump. The women's rumble. Um, I, I thought, thought the women's rumble was good. I thought it was good. Some people were shitting on. Yeah, I good. thought it was k- kind of boring. Like I wasn't that. I was into the first half of the rumble. Like it was really good. And then once I'd say probably like Blair got eliminated, I feel like it started to go a little bit too predictable and downhill. Like I was like, oh fuck, here we go with Charlotte. Like yeah. they just they. I figured she win. That's why I picked the one. I wanted Charlotte to win. To be honest. I had down Charlotte and Shane. I picked Ronda because I figured it was either going to be her or Shana, and I was wrong both ways, so it literally wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. My but, pick wasn't even in there. I picked Sasha Banks. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, I didn't realize hurt. she was hurt, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of cool returns. Naomi came back. Um, Don't like the hair, but I'm like, I'm glad I she's lo- back. I like the hair. I lo- the, dude, I thought she was so hot looking. Yeah. Um, I hated the spot, though. The spot that she had was the dumbest spot. Yeah, it took that forever. Was, it was pathetic, dude. It was so, I mean, it was cool that she like, caught the wall. That was the she could have like, stood up the, and then jumped back. Dude, the rest of it was so stupid. So she stands on one table where she's like two feet from the stairs. Easy jump. Yeah. Like anybody with any athleticism can make the jump. And I then think she goes, Kofi did th- that before. Y- yeah. So then she goes to the other t- so then she goes to a further table yeah. and then she's like standing there looking like hmm and then she goes to a uh, even further table and she's like hmm. it's like we all know you're not going to fucking jump from the very fucking yeah. part of the table. So then she walks back and then she's still looking like and then she puts a thing across and she and I'm like you could literally jump from there to there and be perfectly fine. Yeah. Why the hell are we dragging this out? Like it yeah. And then she, when she got back it was like out. Exactly. Right out, right it was right so out. stupid. Um, I like Shotzi was in it. I mean there's some newcomers. Of, I mean they didn't get the best the crowd really didn't know who they were yet. A lot but. of NXT stars got to shine a little bit, which is which is always good. Um Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. The, the I don't care what you say the Santina thing was hilarious. No. I hated it. Really? I you, see you do it. like the bad stuff. You like the shit. Just just the himself and throw himself out. I, the I didn't like it at all. I thought Beth Phoenix looked fantastic. She did. She's bleeding from the back of her head from God knows what. Well, I don't know she was what. hanging off the back and she was trying to. They were. She was leaning on the the cylinder where like they have the LEDs. Oh, okay. And it cut her. Yeah, and cut, then when cut. she she sat up and she goes, she looked at the ref and she did like I'm cut. Yeah, and her two people were working on the corner and the referee jumped up on the apron and was checking her. Yeah, and he was like, 
okay, and then he got back off the apron, and then yeah. then she pushed the girl off the corner, and then she got down, and then you just seen the blood coming from the back of her head. And yeah. Like, oh, that's she must the, have really got cut. Yeah, that was like Ric Flair level in the 80s. She looked fantastic. Uh, it set up it set up a possible thing with her and, and Natalia. Or, well, her, her and Natalia could have, have something going on. Or Divas a Doom reunion. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's the only thing that I was like, it was cool, and in high it's cool, but her and her husband, Edge, had the exact same rumble. Yeah. They, they both turned on their tag partners. They both finished third. Like, yeah. <laughs> they both had the same script. It was like, one had, here you go, guys. We're the same script. You're both in the same thing yeah. tonight. <laughs> but one had a real better, he had a really gr- insane yeah, Wow, well, I mean, who was more um, popular? And he was hasn't been seen for nine years. In the yeah. Beth was literally in the rumble two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year or whatever. Um, and then Charlotte wins, which, I mean, kind of... It could have went either way. I would. I would. They, they might give Charlotte everything. Like yeah. so. I mean, they got to get that on her. If belt. she really is going to pick Rhea Ripley, which is what Dave Meltzer's reporting, yeah. like, and I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, I reported on it. That's what he reported on. You know, but he said it was. You know, she's going to probably show up this Wednesday. That didn't happen, so they're probably going to hold it off for a while. I'd like to see that. I don't want to see her. Versus if that's Becky. what they're going to do, then she had to win because there's no other way that a Raw superstar could challenge for the NXT title. Yeah, like, I see a lot of people like, well, that's dumb as hell. Why didn't Shane just win and then she could have challenged her anyways? It's like, how the fuck does that make any sense? Yeah, like she couldn't then. Yeah, you know. So I guess we're seeing. And that, that'd be because here's the thing, Charlotte. Realistically, if she's in a serious relationship now and now she's getting engaged, she's getting married. She's probably going to want to have a kid soon. No, nah, who knows? You never know. Man, not everyone um, wants a kid. Yeah. Like but if if she, if she does, you know, get the rumble out of your way, go go and pass the torch to to Rhea and maybe disappear for a year or two. I can't see her. I don't think that's going to happen. I no? can't see her doing that. If she if she was to have a kid, she'd be back the day after she had the kid. I, yeah. I, I think the thing with Rhea is she that... She has that flair in her, so she'll wrestle yeah. until she dies. Yeah. I, I think the thing with... I think the thing with this is it's another way to try to lift NXT. Yeah. It's putting an established yeah. star on NXT. It's strictly just for ratings because NXT, once again this week, lost AW again. Oh, did it? I yep. didn't see the ratings. Yeah. So, Charlotte on NXT and she challenged. That, that's all. That's, that everyone's is, interested in that. No yes. one's really interested in Charlotte Becky. I mean, yeah, yeah. the match will be good, but yeah. Yeah, we've seen that. And even if it's Charlotte Bailey, it's like, mm, yeah, that doesn't do anything for anybody. Because Charlotte's going to have to be the face. They're not going to turn Bailey face right up. Yeah. So it's like, eh. And Bailey's a bad heel, so it's just like, eh. Yeah, it feels she, like we're going to kind of work our way to Sasha Bailey if, if, if uh, Sasha it just se- It just seems like Bailey's time as champion is just being a placeholder for Banks. That's how it, that's exactly much, how it feels, yeah. but. And I like I Bailey. I don't know because Sasha's not doing nothing. She's apparently not cleared still, yeah. which is weird. I don't um, know what the hell. No one reported what she's heard from. Usually when that happens, it's a concussion. Usually they're not reporting. Yeah, remember when Alexa and, was yeah. out for a while? Yeah, hers was a bad concussion. Yeah. And now Joe has a concussion, too. Dude, he, really? I made this yeah. this point on all things wrestling, yo. I hate to say it because I love Joe, and he's one of my favorites, but you can't tell me he, this dude's not injury-prone. Yeah. He's hurt all the time, man. He's not going to ever be world champion. <coughs> no. And it's because he showed up to WWE too late, he was too old, and the schedule of the road is too yeah. hard on him. Man. Yeah, it's, it's too hard. hard. That's why they need to, like, they have so many people, they could just alternate. Hey, instead of doing, you know, five house shows a week, you're only going to do well, three Well, they're, they're cutting back a lot yeah, on I house read that, shows. too. Like, yeah. yeah they're they're doing help like the guys out tremendously. They're doing, like, one or two a week now. It's not only that, but they're... fuzzy on your mic. It's driving me crazy. It's not only that. The, 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 keeping the, the people healthier, but it's also they're losing money on house shows. Yeah, because the tickets aren't going. Yeah, but two hundred dollars a front row for a house show it used to be fifty bucks. Yeah, they should be more fan friendly. Yeah, just don't bring all that shit. Just have the fucking entry, a little tiny. Yeah, you don't way. have to bring you fucking everything from Raw. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's a house show. People Jesus, are like, oh, yeah. they're just expecting a little. You know, have the same guys come out and wrestle, make and, it feel you know. like an indie show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At this point, NXT is actually gonna have more house shows than Raw or SmackDown. And part of it is because of the the way they pay them, where NXT wrestlers are salaried, 
and Raw wrestlers get paid per yeah, show they, yeah. and they get paid on the house. I'll say what the the house shows that they're doing for NXT are paying dividends because a girl like Shotzi comes out in that crowd and they go they pop. Well, because they're watching her work the house shows. Yeah, well, it's not only that, but <laughs> NXT does two house show loops. You have the main people that are on TV a lot. And it's the they're the ones that go all around the country, but they also have what they call the Largo Loop, which are people who are newer, like more of the the projects. People who aren't ready for TV yet, yeah. and, and they, that's where they learn. And they stay around Florida, and a lot of the people that go to Full Sail are going to these little house shows all around Florida, that's and they're fantastic. also yeah, they're also bit, really tied in. Like yeah. they, they know Shotzi from everything else Shotzi's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like she, a, she was an actress, right? Part. She was an actress first. I, she's been wrestling for a while. I don't really. know. I don't know. What do you know what 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 she is? Is she Hispanic? I think she's Asian. I said Asian. It's hard too, to tell because then, she wears heavy makeup and she has green hair. So yeah. So we were trying to. I mean, Heidi were watching. We're like, is she Filipino? Is she oh, that I Vietnamese? Don't, yeah, I don't know. We were trying. To, we couldn't find it out. We could figure Filipino. it out. Filipino. Filipino. Oh, okay. Yeah. Her Twitter thing is uh, filthy Filipino. TCB. Oh wow. Well, filthy. Fil- so we know we've, we've kind of we're halfway there. Um, um, maybe like uh, at least partially here. Uh, Filipino. Yeah. It looks yeah. like uh, give, going by her last name, she may also be Polish unless she's adopted. No. Um, so then uh, men's rumble. Um, Brock comes out at one, and then a little too long, I think, and just destroys. I didn't mind people. it as much as a lot of other so people did. I hated. I it. think they should have right? capped it at ten. So I hated. I, it it would have been fine shorter. I'd be okay with the beat. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking ter-. like. How did they like? Who pitched this and thought this was a good idea? But then once the payoff happened, I un- I. I re my brain rewired itself, right. and I was like, it made sense to do what they did. Yeah. It made, uh, I felt the same exact way when I first watched it, just like you guys. And the thing I was like, dude, this is a dumpster fire. I hated it. But rewatching the Rumble a second time, I watched it the next morning. I was like, fuck! I to- I totally they need to have the crowd hate this so much because the payoff was so great. Like, uh, once, I mean, that crowd went Drew, fucking nuts. Once Drew kicked him in the face, yeah, Drew was a made man. Yeah, yeah. The, the only thing I wouldn't have done that I would have done a little differently, I wouldn't have had the low blow with Ricochet. I would have had Drew just put him out clean. clean. As a they, was, they did that as a payback because what it if made, that was it, Kofi? It made no sense for Ricochet to get kicked in the balls on Monday. Like that, yeah. if you didn't pay that off in the rumble, yeah. that, that just buries Ricochet because like yeah. he looked like shit. I would have uh, not had John Morrison come out number three. That could have been Kurt Hawkins. And some of those eliminations, it's, like John Morrison came out, I was like, oh, he looked like he blew his knee out. Yeah. And then like, he didn't. And then. And poor Kofi, John Morrison. Kofi. He is exactly where he was in 2008. Yeah. It's yep. just like, well, you're back. You're doing that again. Some, like, somebody people, some people's eliminations that Brock did was. was yeah, scary Ricochet looking. flew out of there. Um, Kofi's. I also don't think I, like when Keith Lee and Braun came out. Why were they fighting each other? That's exactly what I said in the comment. Like, in our, in why, our why did, chat, I was like, they look dumb as fuck. Right yeah, now. they look if like two idiots. Brock down, yeah. but then they look at each other like, oh, let's like. And then you have the guy who just eliminate ten people, and then Braun the gets out. out of the ring to go give Keith Lee that that stupid thing. I'm like, you should throw Brock out. Bra- I, I wish they would just go back to Braun being Braun and not saw Braun. I have to pay to the crowd, Braun. Yeah, it just it kind of it kind of. Well, Vince lost his luster with Braun, so now he's just he's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he just, I mean, he might win the Intercontinental title tomorrow night, though. He's then, facing Nakamura for the belt, so yeah, I, I yeah, think he probably won that And then, shit, like, MVP came out. It's like, okay, it's cool to see the guys back. You know they're not going to win, but now he's really not going to do anything because Brock's in there. That was the only my only problem I had with him, man. Like, what? I wouldn't have had Morrison take that. He could have took Miz's spot. Like, Miz came out after Lesnar was gone and yeah. like, Drew eliminated him a couple minutes later. But that could have been Morrison. Let him get a little high-flying move. Yeah, in, like, do hit, something. Yeah, do something. Like, that could have been Miz in that spot. 
you, you bring MVP back just so you have a funny gif of Brock dancing to his music? Yeah. Like, what the what fucking who cares? And, like, well, MVP is going to be from what I heard, he's going to stick around a little bit. Well, he, no, he's, he's saying now he's, he's saying he's done. He's saying yeah. Raw was his last. He, oh. he thanked WWE and everything. And yeah. Okay, well. And I even made a post about it. And I was like, this was dumb as hell. What was the point? Who got anything out of this? And yeah. people in the comments were like, well, he did it because he has a son, and his son now watched him wrestle. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. That's, and and, that's and guys like that, the real reason the Rumble is so you, can, you can hear their music. They come out and they, they yeah, get pop. and you get a pop, but like and he had a cool gear. Yeah, I like the Black, Black Panther. Panther gear. Yeah, and I, I don't like his, gear on I never day. liked his gear per se. Yeah, because the long sleeves and shorts always look stupid. But yeah, the, the Black Panther look cool. Um, <laughs> so then we, we we go a little longer in the Rumble, and then uh, Edge music pops, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, yeah. this is this is happening!" Um, and then we were trying to figure out the Final Four. I forgot completely about Aleister Black. Um, and then he came out, and then Seth was your number twenty nine. The Joe, the Joe, uh, no Joe was twenty nine. Seth, I know, 30. but the, the Joe uh, KO spot where they just looked at each other like, all right, and they just start hawking, yeah. fighting each other. That was fun. Um, I thought that back half of the rumble was pretty good. It was, yeah. it was like, it was, a, it was yeah. totally two different yeah. rumbles. It was great. That's the only reason I think this rumble was so good because it did give you a full story, and then it gave you like an actual rumble. And then know? one of the reasons I was okay with the Brock thing too is it makes it distinctive. Like certain rumbles just bleed together. You'll always remember. Oh, this is the yeah, rumble where Brock definitely. killed half the people. Yeah, yeah. I wish that they didn't count to the stupid greatest Royal Rumble bullshit as a because yeah. that's not a Royal Rumble. Nobody counts as a Rumble. Yeah, Braun won that. He didn't get any. T- he didn't get a title shot. No, he got that belt that don't matter. Yeah. I thought it was one fun, of the though. funniest things ever is I I, I, I somebody I know called that the oil rumble. <laughs> the oil but, rumble. But my point is though is like. Brock should have the official elimination record. It yeah. Should, it shouldn't be always tied with Braun at 13. Well, Braun was in a rumble with 50 fucking people. So yeah. if that rumble would have been 50 people, Brock would have eliminated 23 people. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, so it's stupid that they count that as the shit, but whatever. Uh, it was overall good rumble. Um, Raw, once again, actually a decent Raw. It was it was entertaining. I th- I, th- I had fun with it. Didn't see any. Um, some good matches in there. Um, I would not have Drew lose, though, until... Well, I, I, well, I, have the OC. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he yeah. will. I would I not have him lose at all. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Leading the WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but the the main thing for Raw, we'll just cover because we are getting a little long here, um, is uh, Randy Orton comes out. Oh, yeah. That talks to Edge. Best thing, and, yeah. And then he throws an RKO on him and then beats the shit out of him and looks like he's going to break his neck in a chair and then kind of walks away. So, Dude, I haven't seen a crowd that deeply bought into a segment in probably like 10 years yeah. like people were legitimately worried for Edge in that crowd like, yeah. they kept patting people's faces and they were literally like oh it's, my he's, he's gonna, gonna hurt yeah, he's like gonna kill this guy Daniel Bryan first wrestling yes, yeah. they were so Ooh, fucking worried about kick. it dude I'm and, still like that when Daniel Bryan yeah. and yeah. there were such little nuances man like when Warren hits him right in the freaking spine with a chair and then they sh- they like pan back and show Edge and Edge is on the ground and he's sh- like shaking his hands like like his actually has spine yeah. I'm like oh, it's such yeah. good fucking professional wrestling acting right here yeah. this is so goddamn good and it's a great it's a great spot to go in because right, you don't even need I mean it probably would be awesome to see Edge and AJ but I mean, I'm not going to complain. Shoulder. I'm not going to complain that if we get Edge and Randy Orton at Randy That's exactly yeah. how I felt before when the Rumble happened. I was like, "Oh shit, I want to see Edge, AJ." Yeah. Like, Edge speared him right away, and then like AJ, I didn't like he got hurt, or whatever. But after Raw, I'm like, it has to. It, I don't want to see anybody else now but Orton and Edge. Yeah. It was such a good segment that like the payoff's going to be great when Orton loses that Mania to Edge. Like it's going to be nuts. Like, yeah, you know, they are hoping though. They are hoping that AJ can be back for Mania. Yeah, yeah. He said he, said he, he might be able to. He's just a tough the way dude. He landed. He's yeah. a tough dude. He's really tough. He, it's hard to keep him down um nxt aew this week um i fell asleep and then had to rewatch it once <sighs> again um nxt was fun the 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 final of the classics uh the the broser weights win mm-hmm. uh which was a really entertaining match it was a really good match it was the match of the week like for them in aew for sure yeah mm-hmm. 
I think. I mean, that, shot that, that, that team does nothing for me, though. I really hate Matt Riddle. And, and, yeah, like, I don't they, like they, they, they would never work together. Yeah. Like, they, like, in reality, their personalities are so fucking different. They remind me a lot of, like, just, like, like a rock and sock connection a little bit. Like, yeah. well, at, the, at, the, at the Rumble one, and he's like, I want to be very blunt when I say this. <laughs> Matt Riddle is going to smoke you. And yeah. he's like... I, just, I like that stuff. And he's like... Dude, all this talk about manipulating joints, I just started to daydream. That was great. When he <laughs> and said, then he was like... I know I'm smiling from ear to ear, and I know he's smiling ear to ear. And he looked over and goes, he's really happy. Yeah. <laughs> just like the small things like that, I, I yeah. do like this team for that. He could do like the odd couple thing for a yeah, while. Yeah, 100%. Um, long as the payoff's going to be, which I think it will be, is going to be eventually Pete Dunne's sick of his stoner bullshit yeah. and just beats the shit oh, yeah. out of him. Like, then, Absolutely. Oh, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, which I think it will be. They, then they set up the Champa uh, Adam Cole thing was cool. The the Keith Lee. I mean, they're they're trying to find a, a rivalry for Keith Lee now. Yeah. It was a good setup. You show. have your little mystery with five uh, two five twenty. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right though. Like because I've seen people on the internet like it's dream. Yeah, it's got to be dream because yeah. the the circles make out the stupid glasses. Oh really? That he wears. Unless yeah, it's some so. new guy, but you're like, oh, we don't know. Who I've you seen are. some people say maybe it's going to be the smoke show that. Uh, Oh, Scott Scott Bill. Bill. Yeah, Killer like, Cross mm. is apparently you know, looking like he's coming in soon. Do you think she comes out re- immediately with him as a valet? I, I think so. Probably. Really, do you think they put them together? I don't know. I think it'd be like a Beauty and the Beast thing where like you know she's like his handler and he's just like nuts and she has to like, calm him you, down. And shit. You know who I? With her I, robes. I, oh, I, yes. the only thing that calms him down is her smoking. Hot <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, like, hey, I'm gonna kill. And she's like, exa- he's like, hey, uh, would, it, would that not work? Yeah. No matter how angry you are, she bent her ass. Yeah. He's like, hey, now. All right, I'll calm down. We seen her at PPW. Ben lost his mind. Ben couldn't function. Yeah. Ben was like <laughs> Ben was talking in tongues. Yeah, he was. He was. She, I, uh, she was unbelievable. You know who I absolutely hate? I always did. I always didn't like him at all, and I I really can't stand him. Is that fucking Robbie? E. His oh, character yeah. with yeah, uh, yeah. Chelsea Green. I think it's fun. He looks he, like, he like all the, the terrible stuff. He looks like he could be Jameson's yuppie <laughs> oh, son. I just want to punch him in the face. Right. Yeah, I think that's I, why I like it. I always hated him. I hated him when he's Jersey Shore. I hate that him when he did that other stupid said. gimmick. Oh fucking! See to me, that, he's not that good. To me, that just rings '80s wrestling, like so, '90s '80s wrestling. There's so many guys that would be better managers, though. Yeah, like, there was a giant thread on Reddit that they're literally doing. And I don't believe this. Yeah, I, yeah. but there's a thread on Reddit that they're doing it as a shot as Tony. Khan, yeah, he's supposed to be Tony. That Khan. he's supposed to be Tony Khan because he's like this nerd with glasses. <laughs> yeah. and shit. Like, if they actually sat down and thought about that, then that's hilarious. But I don't think. I think it, it's just a coincidence. He looks kind yeah. of yeah. And that, Chelsea Green was the hot mess, right? Yeah, it's that was Laurel. so much better than yeah. hot chick she's doing. And now. then she like, was also. The physical therapist back in the day that they, they that Stephanie brought in to say that Daniel Bryan cheated on. Oh, her. Really? oh yeah, I, I didn't know that. that. I remember that. Um, she was on Tough Enough too. This like, she was a replacement when somebody left. Yeah, I, I, but I can't stand Rob. Whatever his name is, Rob something. Robbie. Rob Stone now. I think. Yeah, yeah Robert Ugh. Stone. I think it was. Yeah. Um, AEW. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. AEW was fun. It was but, okay this week. It, it did nothing for me at yeah, all. Nothing this week. jumped nothing. off. The, nothing jumped off the screen to me. Chris Jericho's um, sweet Bobby Heenan jacket. Just, just Hangman. So giving. Yeah, beer. that was the best yeah. part. That yeah. was the best part. So the cruiser wait. I mean, not the cruise. The cruise when everyone sang his music mm-hmm. and then it got went viral. So now every crowd's trying to be that. Yeah, crowd. But it, it, and he comes good. on and goes, "You guys are stupid idiots." <laughs> like it's, but um, what's her name's promo? Were Britt Baker. Weak, but the ending was awesome. She goes, now you have a Baker in Cleveland that you can rely on. Yeah, there was a... See, I didn't get that, so I was like... Yeah, a quarterback yeah. for the Browns. My favorite part was when she digged that fucking Jericho. Like, you can't get anybody's name right. Yeah. You know, like, that's the Someone said they, they think he's doing that purpose now, because he said Matthew Jacob Friedman. I, I like, think he just doesn't fucking I don't care. know. He's just yeah. there for a paycheck. That one, that one I, it's because I, I, I saw you guys talking about that in the, the group chat, and then I watched AW second. I think that one with MJF was... 
intentional. I don't know because I watch a new commentary know, for Access tell. for New Japan, and he didn't know fucking like he yeah. didn't even get the American wrestlers name. I remember right he had the Briscoes mixed yeah, up. Yeah, uh, it was fucking bad, dude. Um, Speaking of the Briscoes, they just resigned with Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. why? Like, but it's like, like, they've done everything they can do yeah, there. Yeah. They're just one of those people. They're just happy to be I, there. I guess and yeah, happy to be the legends there. Like so, it's just they're gonna yeah, be big fish in a small pond. Exactly. So it just it really goes down to. You know, just AEW was good. That the highlights are, are are is the Moxley Jericho thing. Everything yeah, else the Moxley's promo was good. I mean, the, the the tag match with the Bucks and the it was weird. Butch if you, if you rewatch the AEW segment, the beginning one where like the ten guys jump Moxley, oh that was weird. At the very but end, Cheech is in it. At the very end, this one guy like swings on Moxley, President and President. you could tell Moxley wasn't prepared for it, and like it just mi- missed Moxley. <laughs> and Moxley looked like he turned around, legit pissed, and literally shot swung really? on him. And he was like, "Dude, get the fuck away from me!" And I was like, "Yo, the guy like stepped back, like, uh." <laughs> like I would just assume they're all indie guys, but a couple of them like Spanish guys. I'm like, there, I think they just got them off the street. Yeah, it looked hey, a little like, weird. You look like a thug. Come on, it looked like this. LAX really just hired their friends to be yeah, in the segment. But the guy that took the DDT was Cheech from Cheech and Clowney. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that looks like Cheech. I'm like, <laughs> well, this Cheech. And then we had some some big news today too, where this is more kind of behind the scenes of in the in the boardroom. WWE made some huge moves uh, corporately. George Barrios, who was the CFO, and Michelle, oh, I can't I can't remember her last name. <laughs> it's in the thing, yeah. It was a bummer for me. Like, I legit did because I own two dollars worth of stock in WWE. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. You went know. down to fucking twenty percent. Not anymore. You know. They uh, Michelle Wilson, I believe, is her name. She they were the co-presidents of the company, mm-hmm. and they have both been relieved of their duties. Now, I wonder so, why it will probably come out. It, it seems like, and this is what um, this is what's been reported that next week they do their quarterly investors mm-hmm. earning call, where like they just say this is the profit, this is everything. Apparently, it's going to be really bad. Oh. And these two are the scapegoats. They well, are- it's not their fault. It's Vince's fault. It's shitty booking's fault. Yeah, but Vince isn't going to fire himself. Yeah, so. I mean that's. I mean that's if you can somehow. Vince isn't going to fire. Himself. Do a mutiny. I mean that's the reason well, why I don't watch Raw SmackDown. I wish Vince would just hand over the reins and worry about the accident. Yeah, you can't really. Bomb. You can't really do a mutiny when he owns eighty-seven percent. Yeah. But like, there has to be something. Like, let's say I own a business, and I'm like totally corrupt. I mean, like, well, there has to be something you could. The people it, could do. It, I guess if all the investors got together and said, "Hey, you need to go," yeah. then then maybe you could do it. But that's not going to happen because they are still making money. Despite yeah. all this, they are still making money. They are making, yeah. But I mean, they're not making as much as but, they could. And- but Vince has lost a lot of money on this. But this news, this came out after the stock market had closed for the day. But they still do. Uh, you can still do after hours training, uh, mm-hmm. trading. And I'm going to look it up here real quick because I know at one point afterward, after hours trading, WWE stock was down twenty points. Something. Wow. Yeah, it is now. It, it closed the day at sixty two dollars and thirty cents a share. Oops, sorry. It is now at forty seven dollars and ninety nine cents wow. a share. It's lost uh, just under twenty three percent of its value. That's crazy. In crazy. after hours trading. Yeah, the, the shitty video game didn't help either. <laughs> yeah. No, that game was mm. such bullshit. No, so that's I mean that and the three hours of roll it's like uh, it's, but yeah, these people weren't like involved creatively yeah, or anything so like that these, these not, are these are money blame, people yeah. these yeah, are they're money just, people they're just scapegoats just like a, yeah, when that, that's exactly off, what it is they're know? the ones that are next week they'll blamed. fire Pritchard and say oh it's your fault yeah Smackdown's a piece of shit because of you Pritchard yeah, and it's, like, it's, your, it's this, your fault because you want to turn Roman Reigns heel does this mean that does this mean that now Barrios and Wilson are going to go do a podcast with Conrad oh yeah no, it'd be all money stuff. Like, oh, this is so boring. Go on there and start telling stories. You get hired back immediately. Yeah, you'll get a job somewhere. Everyone that has a podcast gets a job. There, there is. Sean Mooney's in NWA. There is actually a show. We can film a PPW. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Okay. There is actually a show. 
uh, I think it's Voices of Wrestling. It's called WrestleNomics Radio. And uh, there used to be two guys on it, but the one guy is... Uh, that was on there, Chris Harrington, who was an awesome dude. He mm-hmm. was he was the first hire for All Elite Wrestling. He's like an analytics guy. He's okay. A, he's a fine like more analytics than finance. And he was the one that Tony Khan went to, like, hey, is this viable? Hey, could we do this? And he's like, they crunched the numbers, and then All Elite was kind of born out of that. And it's so cool because when they do press conferences and stuff, a lot of times you'll see you'll you'll see him, and he's uh, he he's one of the guys where I'm really really happy that he's he's doing that. Hmm. Um, yeah, so for news, I mean, that's pretty much it that we got. Um, there is another story that's out there. I just, I don't know if I would even want to entertain it, to be honest. The the backstage oh, nonsense. Um, yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, I'm, I'm even torn on, like, the Meltzer stuff, to be honest. Because, like, we were kind of talking about on the way up. Like, imagine if you are someone who stays away from all that. You stay away from the Meltzer reports. You stay away from the backstage drama. And you had zero idea that Edge was coming. Yeah. Like, even the people that had an idea that he may come still popped. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to say I want to. I want us to be, like, a pure, true wrestling show. Because we, we are already mostly, mostly all invested in that. And we do talk a lot about it in the chat. But I'm just debating on not, like, if we want to put that on the page. Or do we even want to dive into that? Because, like, that backstage not hate nonsense. And, like, this person may hate this person. I don't know. I just... I, I'm just... I don't know how... I'm, I'm torn on it. I'd have to... Maybe pull the pull the group, but there's some stuff going on supposedly with Lesnar and Matt Riddle. It's, I can care it's, less. It's uh, just to boil it down. Lesnar basically said, "Stop quoting me in your tweets. I'm never yeah. going to work with you." And yeah. and people are mad about mad at Matt I Riddle. Mean, and listen, it is what it is. Um, that, that's pretty much all this. And that's why he was out so quick in the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much it's pretty it. pretty easy to find that information if you want to look for it. Exactly. Come. If you want to dive, you know what I say? If, if you're going to punish the guy, don't put him in the Rumble. Yeah, just tell him to go home. Yeah, and put somebody else in the rumble. That could have been John Morrison's spot. Kurt Hawkins could have done John Morrison's spot. There you go. Or you yeah. could have had Santino win the rumble. And oh Santino. God, yeah, okay. Santino and Santina. Santino with Ugh. Brock Lesnar. He could have ruined two rumbles. Imagine, imagine. Okay, imagine you're the Iconics and you're in the back, and fucking Santino gets a spot of Santina, and you don't. I know well, that the they Iconics just came suck. out today that the chicks in the back were pissed. They were like, furious. Wouldn't you be mad? I'd be Fuck pretty yeah. pissed. Fuck yeah, I'd be pissed. Or Mickey J. It seems like with the uh, well, I, mean, I think she, she's more creative now. She she helped, I mean she could have did that. Yeah, behind the Rumble. scenes apparently her and Triple H put like some they kind of Yeah, put the yeah. They did what you it, did. They took her like, contracts up and she goes to no. WWE. <laughs> you think so? Got Nick oh, her husband. husband. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um so yeah, our topic tonight is uh the winner, the winner of, of the, the men's Royal Rumble. Although and, I will I will note I I saw the times. Uh, I was reading the observer today and they had the times. No one in either WWE Royal Rumble lasted as long as Andy had. How about that? Yeah. Alexa got 31 minutes, right? So, no, no, I, I no, think not Bianca. 31. Bianca had the longest Yeah, Alexa time had 28. Yeah, 28. So Andy Hedder is the yeah, king of the, the Rumble weekend. this weekend. Yeah, how about that? There's probably some Rumble somewhere else. Well, realistically, Killian lasted longer than anyone WWE, too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, Brooke went over to him then and said 36-something. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey. You guys pulled the uh, the British Bulldog. Almost. Almost. British yeah, Bulldog that would have been sweet. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going we're gonna to talk about a guy who leaves the company, gets really, really muscular, comes back, and he's going to win a title. And we don't mean Ginger Mahal. <laughs> That was his old bandmate. Yeah. <laughs> Just that meme, it's like, uh, what's his name? Heath Slater, you know what to Heath do. Heath Slater has to leave. Yep, yeah. 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 So we're going to be tracking him back. <laughs> yeah. And he'll yeah. be like Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. 
<laughs> what if Heath Slater comes back and he's like mini fucking Brock Lesnar? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what was shocking? Shelton Benjamin is as big as Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I was like, what? push Shelton yeah. Benjamin. That Brock- was one of the few spots in the Rumble where I actually dig. Because, like, I don't mind the Kofi stuff and the Mysterio and Big E stuff because it all makes storyline sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't mind the Shelton stuff because that made storyline sense because they were roommates in college. Yeah, and they, they were the tag team yeah, in so uh, Minnesota Stretching Crew. It was yeah. pretty cool. Like, I like that Bro- part. Brock had some issues moving... Um, I think when it came down to like when they were working with each other and mm-hmm. they were kind of moving each other around, what's it? Uh, Keith Lee? No, not Keith Lee. Um, Elias was kind of moving Lesnar a little bit. Like Lesnar had a hard time moving him. No, that like, might be because Elias is not good. <laughs> he just <laughs> made a dead weight of him. He's a, a bit. big dude too. He's big. Yeah, it's a shame he's not better. I bet in I, the ring. He, I want him so bad to be in a biopic of Randy Savage. Yeah, uh, he just seems like a strong man. He just seems like he comes off as a strong dude, man. It's just like... A dude, man. He, strong he, dude, man. He has a great gimmick, and he can talk, but, man, when the bell rings, it's like, there's nothing there. Just bleh. Yeah. All right, so tonight's topic. Drew McIntyre. Drew Or McIntyre. Drew Galloway, if, Drew you, if you're a fan Galloway. of Galloway! He's in TNA. Who was born June 6, 1985 in Air, Scotland. And he, he actually was athletic as a kid. He was a, uh, a football player, as I would say there, or here we would say a soccer player. Mm. He, he, he played in school for Presswick Academy. His, his team was Rangers. There's two big teams in Glasgow in Scotland. It's Rangers and Celtic FC, and he was a Rangers fan, is a Rangers fan. But he started training at 15. Wow. His parents allowed Jeez. him, as long as he stayed with his studies, they yeah. allowed him to start training wrestling at 15. He would go all the way from Scotland down into England uh, I think it was like six hours each way, to, almost like uh, with Mick Foley getting into his car and going to Pittsburgh. He would get in there and uh, train with the FWA Wrestling Academy. This is when FWA was the big company in England. And he had like Johnny Storm and, and people like that there. And he he learned a lot from those guys, too. Uh, Alex Shane, Doug Williams. Well, I, okay, I love Doug Williams. Williams. Yeah, Chaos Theory. Uh, Paul Birchall was around Pirate back Paul. then, too. Yeah. Paul, I always thought he didn't get a fair shake. So did I. I, I that, that one C4 movie did. Yeah. I always loved this. The, uh, the backflip uh, rock bottom. Yeah, the backflip rock bottom. The one-man spa- Yeah, the yeah. flux capacitor, but off the uh, ground. And remember he was doing the... Uh, it's going to be about everybody but your megatary. Remember they were doing that incest thing? Yeah, like liked the sister. She yeah. was so hot. Yeah, and then she was winter in TNA. Yeah. And he just went into obscurity. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I, I liked Paul Burchill. And so he he gets he breaks in there with FWA, and he worked with Irish Whip Wrestling in, in Ireland, too. What a, what a great name. <laughs> it's a great Ireland. name. And so one of his early... Russian Lake Sweep Wrestling in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> one of his early tag team partners was a guy named Stu Sanders. What a name! Real name, well, real name Stu Bennett. Stu Bennett, yeah. And and then he wound up being Wade Barrett, of course, in WWE. That's some bad news for you. And his big rival in Irish wrestling was Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Oh, we know who he is. He's yeah. just Seamus now. And, and we're talking about the, uh, how Drew's a uh, big fan of Rangers, the soccer team. Seamus is a big fan of Celtic FC, which is their r- biggest rival. See, Kel- uh, Seamus busted open um, Gable Beer. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't get to see that. That was in yeah. the pre-show. It, it reminded me of one of the Kimbo fights when Kimbo was in like Elite XC or one of those. And he fought James Thompson, and he just exploded his ear. He had the cauliflower too, and just hit him right on the ear, and he's like, "Seamus worked him stiff, man. He beat the shit out of him." That's what that's that's Seamus beat the shit out of everybody. Jericho says one of the stiffest. Yeah, that Which pouting, is funny yeah. because everybody on the independents, like Kenny and Coy and all them, they're like, Jerk was the stiffest person we ever wrestled. Like he beat the <laughs> shit out of you, and it's like, dude, you know who looks like he works really stiff too? Finn Balor. 
Unless he doesn't give a no, shit Finn about does. Finn does Because it's the same kind of shit Finn's from New Japan yeah. they're all, they, they ask what yeah. they want over there You have to Dude, be when he, when he kicks in soccer ch- And hits it with that coup, Like the coup de grace Yeah It doesn't even look like he's, Dude, he's we, didn't, we didn't get a touch on that But that's actually my favorite thing From this whole weekend That they're setting up slowly Is Finn Balor's gonna Eventually have a few With Tyler B And dude that's gonna Fucking be that's nice really Because yeah. at the very end Of Worlds Collide After Johnny Grano's match Finn Balor comes backstage And starts beating the shit out of him And then Tyler Beats Picks Balor up And shoves him away He's like get the fuck away from him And Balor's like You wanna put your nose in this he's like all right he's like you're next then and then <laughs> trent seven's outside in his car and he's talking he's getting interviewed and balor comes over and starts fucking choking with his car he's like you tell your buddy that he's dead <laughs> and he, he kicked the shit out of trent that's cool and then that was the opening this week yeah. uh, balor oh my god seven. when he when he was on the apron just kind of ta- taunting and he, and he fucking kicked him. and he kicked him, he kicked him right <laughs> yeah, in the back did. of the head <laughs> yeah he's you know, it's it's a good thing he's 112 pounds because if he if he was 207 he worked that stuff he would kill people that that was like one of my favorite things was always how they would talk about in Mick Foley's book, he had a thing about how he always wondered how Terry Funk threw such a good left hand, and it looked so good. Yeah. And then he finally wrestled Terry Funk, and Terry Funk just punched him right there. Terry, how, how, do you, how do you make that punch look so good? I'll just punch him right in the face. <laughs> I don't hold back. I don't hold back, Mick. I just kill him. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was off topic, but go ahead. So around 2006, he's got a few years under his belt now, and, and, and Andrew Galloway always looked like a superstar. Too, and that helped. He's naturally really tall. He's always had a good physique. He's about six six, I think six seven. And so he started working with some name people. He started working. Uh, Joe Goshiyazaki came in from Japan. He worked with him. He worked with T.J. Wilson before he became Tyson Kidd. And by two thousand seven, by the end of tw- two thousand seven, about four years in, and he's only twenty two years old. WWE makes a call, and he was one of those guys where he was on TV right away, not for long. But this was around the time that Regal and Dave Taylor were a tag team in, in WWE on SmackDown. And they put Drew McIntyre with Dave Taylor. And in October of 2007, he has his first match on TV and he beats Brett Major of the, Major, the Brothers, Major Brothers, who is now Zack Ryder. Oh, boy. So he was losing all the way back then. <laughs> and then the next week, he beat Brian Major, who was Kurt Hawkins. And I think that was like right before they became the Edgeheads. Yeah. I think that was that November they became the Edgeheads. I, I, li- I don't know. Uh, he probably maybe is probably like a huge dick in real life. But something about Kurt Hawkins, man, I kind of like him. No, he's cool. Kurt Hawkins in real life was cool. Zack Ryder in real life, though, has like some kind of weird, like, he's way too overcomplished for a guy who's never accomplished dick. Yeah. Like, he's well, super cocky Didn't in real some life. people say when Kurt Hawkins at PPW was kind of an ass? Oh. Was Kurt Hawkins there? A PPW or someone said that Kurt Hawkins? I don't. I don't ever remember him has being a bad there. reputation mm. or something like that. I don't know. I, I've never met him, so I can't. I can't yeah. say. I don't, he seems cool as hell. Like in that that show that with the toys. Oh, yeah. I can care less about Zack Ryder. I Kurt Hawkins. Can Zach, I just. I, I don't like them. Their gimmicks so much that I, I don't like them. I just don't want to hear them. I like the show. I like just to watch Zack spend an unreasonable amount of money. Yeah, like he spent a five fucking thousand dollars on an action figure. Yeah, I would crazy. punch myself when I yeah. dude. None less my wife. Like Kurt's like, Jane would beat the Kurt's like uh, the reason I'm frugal is because we're not getting very good pushes. Yes, we should probably <laughs> slow down. And he has kids, which Zack doesn't. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Hawkins also had a couple of years where he wasn't making WWE money, too. Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw him. I went to the Global Force show they did in Harrisburg. Oh, boy. Uh, way back when, like, back in, like, 2014, I think. Yeah, that's on there. And he wrestled uh, Chris Mordetsky, Chris Masters, at that show. Yeah. Mm. I think he was going. Oh, no, I think he was, was Chris a banger. Ad- I think he went by Chris Adonis. I think that was the name. Yeah, 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 Adonis, yeah, yeah. Chris Adonis. Ugh. No, we're getting off topic. Again. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So so after the, a couple of matches there, they moved Drew down the Florida Championship Wrestling. And, and he, he had a ponytail and clean shaven. Yeah. So. And he resumed his tag team with Stu Sanders, who was down there as well. 
And uh, they wound up winning the FCW tag team titles. Their, their team ran its course. And he eventually beat Eric Escobar. There's a name we don't hear a lot. Mm. He was on he was on SmackDown for a, about a minute as Vicky Guerrero's boyfriend. <laughs> and, and he was gone. But he beat Eric Escobar for the vacant Florida heavyweight title, held it for about three months, and then dropped it to Tyler Rex, who, again, just a quick cup of coffee. Tyler Rex. That was the, the, the braid guy, or the dreadlock yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm. And he was in a tag team with somebody, and then he quit like right away. Yeah. And then, uh, so right after he lost to Tyler Rex, a couple months later, Drew reemerges on WWE TV and immediately got into a feud with R Truth on SmackDown. And then Drew, The Miz, and Drew's old rival, Sheamus, wound up being the survivors in a Team Miz versus Team Morrison Survivor Series match. I remember that all. And then the very next month at TLC, Drew cheated his way to his first title on the main roster. He beat John Morrison for the Intercontinental title. I remember that when he won the Intercontinental title. And then he kept doing a thing where he would—he was in a feud with Matt Hardy and would just keep attacking him and attacking him and attacking him. And eventually, Teddy Long, the GM, he didn't make him go one-on-one with The Undertaker. He didn't put him in a tag team match. <laughs> tag team match, please. But he did strip him of the Intercontinental title. And that's when Vince McMahon came out and said Drew McIntyre is the chosen one. He made Kofi Kings, or he made uh, Kofi Kings. I'm getting ahead of myself here. He made uh, he made Teddy Long. Put the title back on Drew, but then about a month later, later that month even, at Over the Limit, he did lose the the IC title to Kofi Kingston. Mm -hmm. And it was around that time where he had to kind of go off TV for a little bit. He lost a little bit of steam. He had legitimately had visa issues and couldn't leave Scotland (laughs) for a little bit. And he wound up getting the doghouse after that, partially because of that, partially because he didn't really get over at that point. And he never came back out of it. And yeah. (laughs) And then the big thing, that was at the point where. Remember Tiffany, Karen yeah. Terrell? Yeah. One of the hottest bitches on the planet. Yeah. Remember yeah. her? <laughs> at, at this point, they were married. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, when they that. got, that's when they got married, and apparently she had some kind of problem with him being in a romance angle with Kelly Kelly, and there was just a lot of, like, kind of issues between them. That's probably because Kelly Kelly is a, like, known slut, yeah. so yeah. it's like, yeah. well, you were going to really fuck her? It's like, yeah. If I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you let me. Yeah. If I'm allowed. And that all came to a head in L.A. They were in a hotel, and Taryn Terrell got arrested. They they got called in for a domestic, and she got arrested. Oh. Do you know who else she got engaged to after this? Real no. quick, Carlton from Fresh Prince. Really? Oh yeah. wow. wow! She just which is over great for Carlton. But yeah. Like, what the fuck? And yeah. I think now isn't she like super religious now? I oh, I don't I know. She, I haven't I heard anything she, from her. I think time. she found religion. She she was in TNA for a while. And so, so with that, uh, Taryn Terrell got suspended after the arrest, and she wound up being released without ever coming back on TV a little bit after that. And Drew McIntyre was shunted down the card. He flipped to Raw, then back to SmackDown. He wasn't really doing anything. He even, when they went from FCW to NXT, he was in the tournament to crown the first ever NXT champion. He lost in the quarterfinals to Seth Rollins, who would eventually win the tournament. And then around that time is when they put together 3MB. This is when they're like, we have nothing for you and we don't care. Just the comedy lower card, uh, tag team heels, him, Heath Slater, and Jinder Mahal. Awful. That lasted for a while. And at the very end, that's when they had Hornswoggle with them. Oh, and they were feuding with Los Matadores. And they had the Ugh. the Ugh. Wii LC match. With, that uh, match was actually L- really good. That was really good. That was good, yeah. And didn't What's-Her-Name, Eve Marie, she did ring announcing one night and called called Jinder Mahal Ginger Mahal I don't know I think they called Heath Slater that that once or twice yeah I don't don't remember but I wouldn't put a bastard because she was absolutely terrible and then she got she had the she she got in the news recently did anybody else see that no she it was because she was flying on Qantas Airlines and she was wearing very like 
tight, like yoga pants, like workout pants, and they wouldn't let her in the uh, the lounge area because they said she wasn't wearing the proper attire. And she went to like the media and like this is my this is my workplace attire because I guess it was her clothing line. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got in the in the media about how even like they use her real name. It's like uh, yeah, it's like I, I, Nikki or something. Can, can we see her in these pants? She's like, so fucking hot, dude. Why <laughs> she's where can we where can we see? She's still hot. I would love her to come back to TV just because how hot she was. Fuck her wrestling. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so she this was like a couple weeks ago, yeah, she was in uh, in the news. Mm. But anyway, uh on, on June twelfth, two thousand fourteen, shortly after that TLC match where I think Drew bumped like a madman in that match, if I remember right. He did, yeah. Um he was he and Jinder were both released from their uh their WWE contracts. And he did not take it lying down. He he doubled up his efforts, he he got serious, and he got serious with the goal of getting back in WWE someday. And let so his, let his face and his chest hair go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. with a beard. Uh, got more muscular. Got got more muscular. Got to work in the ring and came back in the Indies with a vengeance. In his first match back as Drew Galloway, he beat Chris Hero for the Evolve title. Wow! Shortly after that, he goes, and this is when the UK the UK indie scene is starting to blow up. Not it didn't peak yet, but it was starting to get there. <laughs> and he wins the ICW title in 2015. He beat Johnny Gargano and mm. he unified the Evolve and the Dragon Gate USA title because I think it was when Dragon Gate USA was yeah. starting to go yeah. away. And then he became a regular in PWG. That's when he started doing TNA and Impact. He beat Matt Hardy to win the Impact title in March of 2016. And he was the darling of the Indies. He was like the man he on the Indies. He was also the what culture world champion. Oh, yeah. wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, the, yeah, just a lot of different things in in in, uh, in the UK. It, it just either side, of the, either side of the Atlantic, he was on fire. Mm-hmm. So obviously, mission accomplished. WWE comes calling. And in 2017, uh, right before WrestleMania, the one you were talking about with the scorecards, the one in Orlando, and the one where the Hardy Boys came back, that NXT TakeOver before that show, there he is in the crowd, and he's back. And he wins the NXT title later that year from Bobby Roode. And he didn't keep it long. He did lose it to Andrade, and he unfortunately injured his bicep in that match. Same injury that Brian Cage has now. And that kept him out for a while, but then... 2018, he shows up with Dolph Ziggler, and I'm sure everybody knows what happened from there. He had to yeah. feud with Roman. He came back with Ziggler, and everyone was like, man, this is like Sean and Diesel all over again. It was mm-hmm. a great tag team. It was fun to watch. Um, they didn't uh, do enough of that, dude. Like They uh, should have them feud. It would have yeah. been a feud. And then the he just floundered until recently. He, dude, he left <laughs> Dolph. I mean, no sense. He left Dolph and then just joined with Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't want to be anyone second, but now I'm going to be a third. Yeah. It's like, what the <laughs> wasn't fuck? He, wasn't he in that, like... Stable where he was with like they kind of did it, but it wasn't like the same thing. But they had like the United Nations, the League of Nations. No, he wasn't. No, he, he was, was, he was gone th- by then. I thought they did it like a, a another version of it with him, and like it wasn't like it was like a rivalry they had for a little bit where it was like this stable versus like Roman well, or something. Well, no, like they, they it was him, like Braun him. and Dolph against the Shield for a while. Yeah, yeah. and then, <laughs> but then had- I thought it was like him, him. Um, it was almost pretty much the entire three MB minus. It was him, Jinder, and somebody else. I don't remember that. I was I forget where the other third guy was from though but they were like all different i think it was him it was them two in cesaro and they were they were against another maybe stable. it was like one match because yeah, short-lived it was, like, it was a short yeah, little, little, short little thing. people were like oh they should just put kurt hawkins in that stable and but they never did i forget what they were they don't think they had a stable name but it was like a a couple week yeah, thing yeah but it, it probably was like a very short thing yeah. it's totally that, that yeah, i, I, I remember it all yeah. 
And then they just kind of quick turn him babyface. Yeah, yeah. You can see very subtly too. Like he just started it's acting weird, more. Like you look at him and like, why aren't they pushing him? That seems like Vince's guy. Yeah, he was doing this whole jacked. thing where he would just walk up to people and if they weren't taking it seriously, he's like, "You're not taking it serious. Get to the ring. I'm going to kick the shit yeah. out of you." You know what I mean? Like, and, and and it's just it's the it's the footprint, the fingerprints of Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman has his guys that he wants to push, and Drew was at the top of that list. Now can't blame him. Drew, let's say Drew gets the belt off Roman. And Brock. Sorry, uh, Brock. Yeah. How long do you think they let him run with it? A couple months. Yeah, probably at least until SummerSlam. I don't see him being... I like yeah, which him. Which would be about four months. I five. like him. I don't see him being a long-term champion. It depends on how it gets over. You never know. Yeah. See, I, I think never he, know. I think he will just because he has a big supporter on Paul Heyman. And with Paul running Raw or helping run Raw, I think he'll probably have a good, nice run. Especially if the crowd is really hyped about him being Brock. I could see him being champion, and and now they're really starting to get the finish over with the countdown, the three, two, one before the claymore kick. It, it seems like, what are you, what are you that, but that the screams, yeah. that screams Braun Strowman to me. Like let's let's get him doing pandering to the crowd, and I, I just I don't know. It scares me. I think I think he's- Braun's problem was is he was over, and they just never let him win the yeah. fucking belt. Yeah, Braun's problem is he's like zero and nine in pay per view title matches. Yeah. Then the like, people just give up hope. You know, they're like, oh, he's never gonna win. So why even cheer him? Yeah, that's, that's why you don't. It's want. interesting to see what happens, but um, that'll do it for uh, for Tornado Tech Podcast this week. Um, mm-hmm. What do we got to plug, Andy? Uh, I have no shows coming up, so I'll just say call in the power ring. Check it out. Yeah, subscribe on YouTube or YouTube uh, anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah, Brian. On the mind. Nothing really this week. Nothing. Yeah, Tyler. All things wrestling on Facebook, and that's it. All right. No H O G. I have not looked at the schedule. I don't think they have an event. For, I don't think they have nothing scheduled for a while. Yeah. A, ton of their, a ton of their dudes are killing it at uh, yeah. at, uh, yeah. at PPW, man. Mm-hmm. The HOG. I wanted to do something with Charles Mason, but he did that gimmick where he was in and out. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you're both baby faces, so yeah, it's going to yeah. be tough. Yeah, the we were just talking about the the that stable. I mean, it's like a, it's not like a stable, but it's like a group of guys just that travel guys, down, yeah. and they're just they all just, the guys that train there. Right? Yeah, they just keep, they they're just sharp. They come in, they they mm-hmm. work hard, they kind of like. Not, I'm not saying they're segregated from everybody, but like when they first get there, they kind of go up in the top and they're yeah. hanging out. And uh, they're just really, really cool dudes, man. Like, yeah, that that that's a good that's a that's a good uh, good thing they got going on up there at House of Glory. Um, so I just want to quick about we have you here, but we have people here. Do you remember Ring of Glory, the short-lived religious I always, we wrestling? We always wind up yeah. saying Ring of Glory yeah. <laughs> without uh, Russo and Paul Bearer. Oh, um, God. So, this week, um, the Wicked Turtle Guys episode is going to debut. Um, after that will be James Zanari and then Tim that, Mingle. That's the second time, right? Yeah. Um, and then we have the Hot Heads Hot Sauce episode coming. So that we're pretty much we're taking you up into March when it comes to interviews with everyday is that people. Is that going to be the second Hot Head? Yep. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then we this sa- this Saturday, but it won't air for a little bit yet, um, the movie Back Road. It's a horror, okay, it's a local yeah. horror movie. They're going to come to the house. We're going to we're actually going to watch the movie, see That's what it's cool, all about, yeah. and then we're going to do an interview. And then this Saturday, I'll be at Press Coffee at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing Tim's doing his book release. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna I'm actually hosting the event. Oh. We're going to do a sit down interview in front of people, which I've never done. Kind of see how that goes. Um, and then we're going to do a quick Q and A with everybody. Cool. And then I'm going to get my ass off the stage, and Tim's going to read his book. Um, <laughs> do you get free coffee? That's the question. I'm not a coffee. 
coffee drinker. So, oh yeah, that's right. You can, get, you can get tea there. Yeah, you can get tea. tea. I recommend tea. the I recommend the London Fog. That's what Tim said he's going to make me. The London, London Fog, Fog is excellent. Um, and then I will Super Bowl Sunday. I will be at Eddie Collins Senior House. Oh, okay, he has a insane vinyl collection. So I'm going to go there and get some film and, yeah. and, and and do some recording. If you'd like to come. You're more than welcome to help put some filming, but I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, so I'm not going to bother you. Um, then I have, so I just literally every every Monday, pretty much every Sunday and Saturday, I have interviews going on. So it's, we have a lot cool, lot of stuff going on. But in February, obviously PPW is back. Outbreak and, then, and outbreak yeah. is back. Twenty mm-hmm. second, um, twenty second. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah they're, they're like fifteenth is PPW. I think yeah. twenty second is outbreak. Yeah. yeah. Um, if anyone wants to be call-ins for any shows coming up for Tornado Tag. Hit us up. Sure, we can get um, somebody. Going to try to get someone to call in for the 13th for PPW. Maybe we'll get one of their, okay, one of their yeah. roster guys yeah. to call in, and then maybe we'll get someone to call in for the 20th for Outbreak. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get Ryan to call in. Ryan yeah. Box. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll pull it over Outbreak. Um, just to really quickly run through, I know that there's only been a handful of things announced. I, I'm pretty sure PPW was announced. That the Headbangers. Got, the Headbangers. Are yeah, gonna be like and, the, and, and uh, Bro Keller versus Clutch. Clutch. For the guest facade, we can't be at the show. Yeah. No, I think he's going to be there. Really? He's on the poster, but I think they're going to do like... Bro Keller's going to get one shot at it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I, secretly, I was a huge Headbangers fan when they came really? in. Really? I liked them. I thought <laughs> you, they were funny. You know why I didn't like them? I was like, they are metal guys. They don't listen to metal, and no metal guys dress like that. Yeah. Well, they were more like punker guys. Yeah, but they were called the Headbangers, and they were like, well, they were Marilyn Manson shirts, but like sometimes they were like a different band. I'm like, and, but they not, had like the they had like the. Th- uh, then they should have been called the Thrashers or something. Yeah, and then they not ha- the they wore, Headbangers. Like, they wore like flannel, kind of like grunge yeah. too. They were like they were like a mix of like all rock. Yeah, I, I did not like them at all. Hmm. Yeah, and but, just just to run down, sorry, <laughs> just to run down what what uh, Outbreak has announced so far: the Intimidator Championship. Uh, How about this one? Yams the Working Man defending against Trajan, Trajan Horn. Trajan mm-hmm. Bay Baby. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Vex versus Mac Mayhem okay. uh, as well. Mac's uh, a good dude. Kings of Mustachery against Dog Nation in a tag team match. Mm-hmm. Babyface Ian Bush. We uh, we just saw him at PPW taking on Travis Banks. Andy Hedder versus yeah, Mason, Mason Martin. Martin. Yeah. It's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Well, he's a wide, wide boy too. So that's a that's a big Actually, win yeah. for you. If you if that, uh, I mean, you you put him down. That, that's got to put you back in contention for that I title. Say so, yeah. I hope so. Gonna be wrestling too many big guys. I know. Right? Jesus. Might be getting get there with Chris Banks. The or, last yeah. the last time we had a belt in this table was Pete was outbreak. Outbreak. Yeah. Now you're 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 maybe going for a PPW <laughs> one. Maybe we'll have a PPW title. Yeah. Here. I never know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Fun. And there's fun. one more match. There's a uh, oh, Castro that. versus Jimmy Rave. Jimmy Rave coming back. That's right. Wow. Yeah. He, he used to be an RH, right? And they used to say he was shitty, when. right? So he was so shitty, people throw toilet paper at him. So when he come out, everyone throw rolls of toilet paper at him. <laughs> Instead of streamers, they yeah. throw streamers or guys. <laughs> it was Jimmy awesome. Into it. Yeah. And then he was in Impact with the uh, the Rock and yeah. Rave Infection. Yeah, uh, you know the tall guy in New Japan, Vance, uh, Lance Archer? He was yeah. he was Lance Hoyt. And they would come out with a Guitar Hero guitar. <laughs> and Christy Hemi, who was smoking hot, and they would like, hey, rock out with the guitar. They're trying, they're trying to get Lance. <laughs> yeah, I think the, they will. Sign, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it for Tornado Tag Podcast. Thank you guys so much for the support. While mm-hmm. you're here, please uh, hit that like, subscribe. Well, I mean, like, like I just say. Cause check out the links below. Check out the links below. Go check out Pro Wrestling Scorecards. And go buy a Tornado Tag Podcast t-shirt. Um, let us know what you think of the new set. Um, we're no longer in a kitchen. Um we're now in a posh studio yeah, we, in we, upstate Manhattan. We bought a up, we up, bought up, a building down. in downtown big city, you name it, and that's where we are now. We're no longer in the kitchen. Um no, I'm joking, we're still in the kitchen, it just makes it look nicer. Um but we're we have some other cool stuff planned. It's gonna be a big um 
big logo, big logo there of the show that you're about to see. So we are working on that. We're gonna start um, steaming this curtain. Tony thought putting up a curtain, and then he had the audacity to say, "We look like we're at Joe Rogan Studio." <laughs> no, you fucking don't. You ever see Joe Rogan Studio? Joe Rogan millions when, of dollars. Yeah. When he first started, it was a red curtain that <laughs> yeah. went down the one wall. It was a red curtain, and then he he fixed it because um, he has money. Um, <laughs> we we have thumbtacks and a string money. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, um, yeah, so we're actually and the tapestry that you're gonna see on the back of the wall that we're gonna use like as our logo is the. Mm-hmm. In the back, you can actually get on Teespring as well. The, the smallest tapestry is the one you're going to see. It's it's huge. It's only twenty five bucks. So if you want something for yourself, flag, basically, yeah, it's a good. It's it's like like a every tapestry is like twenty five bucks. That's a good price. Yeah, it's fucking huge. Where do you see it? I have a huge Jim Morrison <coughs> one in my room because I'm a big, you know, obviously Jim Morrison fan. But yeah, yeah. And then we uh, one. T-shirts are now fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks. Yeah. Hoodies twenty five. There you go. Eventually, we, Tony's going to pay you to get shirts. Yeah. yeah, it's to the point where if please, if you just buy a shirt. Please buy shirts. I just want to see people in them. It makes me happy. And let's get pictures together when you buy the shirt. Um, there is there is someone that bought a shirt. I don't want to say who it is until he gets it, and he probably take a picture with it. Hopefully, but someone I'm really happy that bought bought one. I'm just gonna say that. Um, but that'll do it for Tino Tech Podcast. That person was Drew Galloway. Yeah. Yes, um, it, Galloway. Was, it was badass Billy Gunn. No, I hope this is the right theme music. If not, I'll edit it later. But that's gonna do it. I'll, see you guys I'll, later. I'll, I'll hum it. <laughs>